Hey screeners, how you doing? It's me, the one AJ Anthony Jordan, and I will be joined by Nico at some point. But it's 8.30. This is the way the show goes. This is the way the show flows. So yes, he will be here, guys. I'm not too sure what's happened. But um, yeah, it's 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 gonna it's all gonna kick that. It's all gonna kick off because this is how the silver screen dudes do. So um yeah, we will do our kickoff show shortly. Who have we got here? Francis Lalonde, John Connor, we got company, Mike Dyson, police Sarah Connor. How many John Connors are all of them? I think. Nice. He's here. He's here. Thank God I didn't have to spend <laughs> I didn't have to lose too much time. How you doing, my good bro? Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I apologize. Sorry. Let me get my light. Down. All good, all good. You might want to swing the mic a tad closer. Mike, a tad closer would be good for you. Uh, no, sorry. I've I've got a terrible, terrible shoulder injury at the moment. I think I mentioned to you a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been in agony today, so I've just been like icing it ooh, for the last few that. minutes. Hello there. Oh, my connection is bucking about a bit, guys. I do apologize. So Ali Kamza is an interesting one. He's someone who has come off of one of our podcast connection sites. Can't remember if it's which one it is. It's Podder, but Ali is calling us in from Iran today, and it's his first time on the show. So thank you for joining us, Ali. There's also someone else who I'm expecting to join us for the Paul first Jaffa time. It's not Paul Jaffa, but I'm very happy to see Paul Jaffa here. Paul Jaffa someone who uh, I ran into on YouTube. So Paul Jaffa, great to have you here. Jackie G's in the house. Hello, Jackie. Will Johnson's here. Not even a hello. Little Miss Sunshine. What up, big man, Will? <laughs> Cool. It is a good one today. It is a good one today, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited. It, it's there were so many different ways of reading it, and I kind of came down to just one way. I I I, I was a bit cheeky at the with my higher end, if you would, but I just couldn't resist it. It's it is what it is when it comes to the breakdown of these these characters. So yeah, what can we do? Ali comes is specifying, by the way. Thank you for having a pod match. That's that's where Ali and I ran into each other. So yeah, no. Ali, thank you for uh, being a man of your word and coming to join us. And I hope your uh, your university is treating you okay and that it's not too crazy at the moment. Oh, university. Uh, and Jackie G is here again with a different YouTube handle by the looks of it. Just notice I got here with the wrong account. There you go. <laughs> Both are welcome, Jackie. Both are welcome. And you know who else is back? Riri Thomas is back. Great to be back tonight. Hope you're both doing well. Can't wait to see your choices. Riri, likewise, great to have you back. Frank Torres is here. Hello, friends. Hope you're well. Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. Real or fake? Real. 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 There's a statement Real. on his Insta. I've not even had a chance to, to, to go further than that. But um, yeah. It's not a work. It's 100% real. I don't, I don't believe it's a work. It's real. It's real. It You've been without a contract for a while. If you saw the statement that Tony Khan made in relation to him and Brandy and the charities, it would be so distasteful if this was a work. Like this is this is legit. Uh, Gavin Mann is here too. Good evening, all. Shout out to Alvin Reitman, Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters off live in Kindergarten Cop for Child Star Films. Yeah, true say. Yeah, big shout. True say, true say. What have you been up to, my man? Well, yesterday being the Valentine's Day, um, yeah, kept, kept myself busy. It's, it's one of the. I went out, I went out, went out. Got the got, yeah. I've mean, done a good experience. <laughs> it was a great experience. But may I say, Child Star is also quite fitting. Not that there's a child on the way, but I ordered this bracelet online for the missus. So mm. excited about it. So happy about it. And I've I've played I've played it really coy, and I've been like. Yeah, we're going to do the whole Valentine's Day thing, but I just need to go around to the high street 
Um, West End, I just need to pick up a game that I ordered that didn't come with my new PS5, which is like, you, you, are you serious? And I'm like, yep. Casually walking down the floor, oh, let's just pop into H. Samuel. I'm not naming and shaming them. This is my fault. I fucked up. Get in there, and I'm like, yes, uh, Anthony Jordan here. Uh, I'd like to make my collection, please. And they're like, okay, sir. Da, 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 da. Pull out this bracelet. It would have fit my bloody seven-month-year-old niece. It was absolutely tiny. I was livid and embarrassed. But hey, you live and you learn. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> how did you manage that? If you see the picture online, it doesn't say did child. You... It doesn't did say you child. Read this? Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at it. I've even shown it to other people, and I'm like, yes, it's awesome. Even so much show as to show her mother, who was like, Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. You get huh. there, like, ah, maybe not. Oh. <laughs> it's just what it is. It's just what it is. But aside from that, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool day. So that's that's that. And it's just been a hectic back and forth, man. But just making it all happen. I actually managed since the first time since my daughter's born, managed to go on a date with my wife, obviously. But uh, <laughs> just in case that wasn't clear. Now, Mikey, the other godfather, he never really does anything for Valentine's Day. He's like, you want me to take care of the baby? I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> nice. I, he took over and we, I mean, we were very nice and we had like dinner like around the corner from his house. But for us, it was still like night out without the baby. Yeah. And it was like every few seconds, check the phone. Is she alive? <laughs> it's terrifying yeah 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 so yeah we had a good valentine's day day yeah. two hope everyone else who's in a relationship had a good valentine's day and hope everyone who's not in a uh, relationship currently i hope y'all didn't feel bad because valentine's day you know what if you can't love someone else love yourself on that day people yeah that's the thing you know and i was gonna i was gonna put it out there that even if you haven't Listen, enjoying your own company is some of the best time ever. And that's no offense yeah. any other half, but that 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 personal time is, yeah, it's to be appreciated. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Ali Kamza says, if I don't see Unbreakable in the list, I will riot. Oops. <laughs> it will be a tiny riot, but a riot nonetheless. Hang on. Unbreakable's got a kid. Oh, it's been a while. Of course. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have gone. All right. Spoiler. You might want to get your picket fences out now. You're you're right in pickets out now. Yeah. yeah. Ali, get the get the get the talk uh, torch and uh, pitchforks out. Can I be honest? <laughs> um, not that it made my list, but if I was there, I probably would have gone more split than Unbreakable. If I was going to pick Child Star. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Gavin Mann says, AJ, Nico, loved your 60-second summaries from the last episode. Good. We're going to keep making those from now on, so stay tuned for all of those. Small spoiler, just before I got a certain phone call, I was trying to record <laughs> my next one. So, yeah, look out for those. We will be doing those each week. Nice. Uh, Jackie Gomez says, I'm repeating my question on Twitter. Is it movie starring a child, or does kids as side characters also count on the list? So this is a good question in relation to the topic today. This is a very good question. The way I've gone about it is a number of different things have influenced my list. It's movies where the child is obviously the focus. Movie where the child isn't necessarily the focus, but has given like a career setting performance. There's one in particular where you'll be like, okay, that's the one he was mentioning. Where this young young child has given a performance that she's not the star of the movie in but you remember her as being like a big deal in this film. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think and 
side characters kind of fits what I'm saying now, Jackie. So yeah, side characters is fine as long as the performance is good enough to make you go, <gasps> for instance, I know it's not going to be on your list because I pretty much could wager a lot of money on the fact that you haven't seen this film. And I know it's not on my list. Dakota Fanning in I Am Sam with Sean Penn. Fair play. No, it's not. I haven't seen it, actually. Um, yeah. That I... arguably launched her career. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would listen to an argument. And she's in it for like 10 minutes. But I would listen to an argument for that being on a top 10 all day long. Yeah, I, I kind of focused... At first, I was going to break it down into like top 10 child stars, and then it was like child star movies. So that kind of spun it out differently. So bottom three kind of have a, they're, they're prominent, but there is a main star who is more the focus of the film. Um, mm. I'm just going to put it out there. Is Robin Williams in your list? No. Right. Jumanji's one that's been brought up so many times. One and two, it is Robin Williams who is the star. So I kind of like that didn't make it. So they need to have some kind of level of weight. That's the way I tried to play it. And yeah, there's also the level of very, how... very funny. You mentioned Jumanji and we'll come back to that a bit later on. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And there are some, there was one I really thought was, I toyed with it making the list. It made the list. And then, yeah, I had to just push it back because yeah, it's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. Francis Lalonde says Gavin Mann, Silver Screen Dudes agree. I love the recap summary. Yeah. So this goes out to anyone who happens to be listening on our podcast platforms and not watching the video format or not tuning in live. Um, if you don't want to watch the full video, we actually, from now on, will be uploading on our YouTube channel, Silver Screen Dudes, which you can subscribe to. Um, we'll be uploading like 60-second recaps of our individual top 10 lists each week. So I'm by no means saying that I want you guys to just stop watching the show, but you can now have a recap on what the 10 movies are. So yeah, what yeah. did they vote for in that list again? It is now there, and you don't need to listen to all two and a half hours of it. Gavin Mann says, with my wife, excellent caveat, yes. One must specify in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Gomez says, keeping the romance alive, I dig that. Thank you, Jackie. Ten years and strong. Ten years strong. That was our 10th yeah, half, Valentine's Day together. Yeah. Jesus. That's our third, actually, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it goes like that, doesn't it? It's mental. But you know, the funny thing is, is then we started looking back at all the gifts that's happened and what have you. And I, I, To anyone who is fresh into a relationship, do not make the mistake I don't. Because you can't match the first gift I got. So this year was a bracelet that didn't fit. The first year, I was like, so come come with me. Let's, let's have a look at the sky. Do you see that? One of those stars up there is named after you. How'd you top that? You're such a cheese monkey, mate. I do love you. So does she. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. But yeah, no, was, yeah, yeah that, was, that was the one. Ali Kamza says, I got broken up with a week before Valentine's Day. Ali, their loss. Indeed. Their loss. Onwards and upwards, my friend. Bifford the Hobbit's in the house. Hello, AJ and Nico. Bifford the Hobbit Hello. with his OG, with their OG handle now. Bifford the Hobbit. We don't have Fuzz Aldrin this week. Very good. I like that. Bifford the Hobbit back. Frank Torres says, anytime I feel bad about being single on Valentine's Day, I pour a strong drink and watch Gone Girl. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, if there's any, if there was ever a movie for to make men go, yeah, don't, don't, don't fool around with women ever. <laughs> no rush, no rush. Gone girl would do it. Jackie Gomez says, "Fun fact: Valentine's Day in Brazil is on June twelfth. I had no idea. That's actually pretty cool. I actually thought for, um, Feb fourteenth was universal. Yeah, 
Jackie, I'd love to know why that is. If you don't know, no worries. But I'd actually really like to know why. That I know is. we're different when it comes to Mother's Day. I, I do fully appreciate that. But um, yeah, I just did not know that Valentine's Day was different. Liverpool Music says Bugsy Malone, a shoe in. Do you know what? If this were the drinking game, I would drink because I have not seen Bugsy Malone. Mm -hmm. Francis Lalonde says, I would lean toward allowing side character child stars. Most definitely has to be allowed. Uh, Jackie Gomez says, honorable mentions to the CGI baby in the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn is mandatory. No, it's not. <laughs> Twilight is never mandatory. Sorry. <laughs> Can we just talk about this a minute? The two Twilight people, one of them is now Batman and the other one's just been nominated for an Oscar. Stick no, that up for five, right? No, 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 said they were shit actors. It was just... I, I mean, they say, did. I don't even want to say shit films because I feel like. No, 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 no. Sorry. That's bullshit. When Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman, I was the guy standing alone on an island saying, you know, he's really good, right? And everyone's like, what, the Twilight guy? He's shit. It's like, no, no, he's really good. So don't be telling me no one ever said they were shit actors. Yes, they did. They absolutely said Whoa, I'm talking. I'm good. talking here. I'm talking between us two. Oh, here. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're a nice person. You don't call actors shit unless they're Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. Fair argument. I'm trying to think of another one that I could. I could I'm not. I'm not even going to bring it back up. But we've got Captain Mediocre Harrison. But we won't get into that. <laughs> Bifford Hobbit says best child performance of 2021. Prayers for the stolen on Netflix. Mothers hide daughters from the drug cartel. That sounds really good. I'm actually going to add that to the list. Ali Kamza says, says, Drew Barrymore in E.T. Yeah? That's a shout. Fair shout. That is a shout. Francis Lalonde says, Nova in War for the Planet of the Apes and Newt in Aliens. Newt's a great fucking shout. Newt is a superb shout. Jackie G agrees with me. Dakota Fanning is amazing and I am Sam. You're damn right. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming to the, for the first time to the Movie Matt Rushmore Podcast Live. Everyone, please welcome to our little film family, Miss Ashley Beasley, who you can follow hey, on Twitter. Ashley, let me make sure I get your Twitter handle right, just because I promised you would get your shout out. One second, please. Uh, da, 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 Ashley, 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 Ashley. It's going to be Ashley Beasley, isn't it? No, good. So please, everyone, welcome Ashley to the film family. Go and follow her at Ashley B. That's B. E E 89 Ashley B 89 Ashley so happy that you've managed to join us finally live and I hope this will be the first of many um, Riri Thomas is here just to debate me and my best friend had earlier and would like both of your opinions these are always fun who's the better actor Edward Norton or Michael Fassbender Norton Norton I don't hate Fassbender but Norton. I love Fassbender Norton's Norton. on another level he's, he's, oh, I, one of my biggest things is I've said it a few times on pod it's a pain that he's a pain because the guy is yeah. so freaking talented. He's insane. He's insane. Between watching him in Primal, between watching him in American History X, the score, like even the Incredible Hulk, like, the guy is fire. He is straight fucking fire. The French Dispatch, which she did with Wes Anderson recently, he was, you know, blinking you'll miss it scene in, as the chauffeur, but Birdman, Ooh. just whatever. Huh? What Birdman? Birdman. He's so whatever. good in Birdman. No, no. I love Fassbender, and I think he should be the next James Bond. But now, nah, Edward Fassbender hasn't done movies the way Norton's done movies. 
And Fassbender's done some fucking good movies. Shame being probably his standout. Um, Jackie G says, Ashley Beasley, that CGI baby should be on the top 10 horrible CGI movies list. <laughs> Agreed, says Ashley. I love this. Gavin Mann here says, watched Iranian film Under the Shadow on Netflix last night. Jumped out of my skin in the second half. Bit of a psychological horror and worth of viewing. I love me a horror. Ali Kamza, have you seen that one that Gavin's talking about? Dan the Tech is here. Cook45. Hey, hey, my people. Great to have you here. Gavin Mann, thank you. Welcoming Ashley, like we said. Ashley, hey, 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 hey. Uh, Dan says, I've drunk too much. Oh, you're going to be a bundle of laughs on today's show then, aren't you, mate? <laughs> Love it. Uh, Dan the Tech says, spent Valentine's Day with an ex. Good time. Hey. <laughs> now, see, this is what I wish... See, when we upgrade to Wirecast, which I'm going to talk about more in a bit, this is why I would want to insert like a gif of Quagmire going, <laughs> all right. Giggity, 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 giggity. <laughs> you know what he's doing. <laughs> um, Ali comes here says, you should definitely check out Bugsy Malone. Actually, almost all of Alan Parker movies are something great. I will get on that. Um, Ashley Beasley, this is obviously in relation to the Robert Pattinson commenters. They haven't seen Lighthouse. You damn right on that one, Ashley. Anyone who says Robert Pattinson is not a fine actor, listen to what Ashley's saying. They haven't seen The Lighthouse. It's true. AJ, have you seen The Lighthouse? No, but I've never called it. <laughs> but you weren't shitting on Pattinson, to be fair. Dude, it's incredible. It's shot in old school sort of Super 8 4 by 3 and it's literally just like an acting tour de force between Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe going crazy in a lighthouse. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. And Ali Kamza says, I'm with you, AJ. For every good Will Ferrell performance, there are 10 bad ones. Oh, Ali, welcome to the family, my friend. Now, something, Ali, you need to know about the silver screen dudes right here, Nico and AJ. This is a no Will Ferrell podcast. This is that Will Ferrell is excommunicado from this podcast, <laughs> unless we have the opportunity to shit on him. This is a Will Ferrell free podcast, people. Yeah, yeah, that's the damn truth. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Jackie, G we're going to get through the few more comments, and then we're actually going to crack on with our lists. Jackie Gomez says it's on June twelfth, only for commercial reasons. Around June is the time when people used to. Uh, Used to let's go shopping, so they created a date for couples to spend their money, and we call it Lovers' Day. Ah, <laughs> you know what? I would actually believe it's the same for um, Feb fourteenth down here. I honestly believe that. Like, oh, hundred percent. There's a reason that restaurant sales spike on Valentine's Day. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, that's the truth. Hmm. Oh wow, Jackie G, you've gone for Michael Fassbender, have you? Fassbender in every single movie. A few people are saying Norton. Most people are saying Norton. Paul Jaffa says Fassbender in Bastards. Yeah, he was. Listen, Paul, Fassbender was fantastic in Bastards. Fassbender's never not fantastic. Like, if the if the movie is bad, he's not usually the problem with it. Like, let's be under no illusion. AJ and I love us some Michael Fassbender. But in, in the world of, in a gladiatorial arena where we're putting acting skill against acting skill, I personally think Norton's just that eeny little bit better. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say you think he's a lot better. <laughs> I wouldn't say leaps and bounds, but yeah, he, 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 he surpasses. If I had to pick an actor for one of the roles, and you like these are the two, I would put more money on um, Norton to give me the performance I'm looking for. You know who else I really like in the comments right now is Riri Thomas. No, Will Ferrell, more Jim Carrey. 
That is a big thumbs up there. It's that huge. is a massive why to you, my Riri. I love that. Absolutely love that. Right, everyone, we've got uh, we've got our, our regulars. We've got a few new ones. Welcome again, Ali and Ashley. Thank you so much both for joining us for the first time. Um, AJ, do you want to do the uh, usual little plugs just before we get going? Right. Yes. So, guys, we are available here on YouTube. Yes. So, yeah. Thumbs up, all the thumbs up that you can, all the shares that you can, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook, get those, get those sharing out. But if you have someone who's like, I don't really do YouTube, but I could do with a good podcast and they enjoy movies, please, 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 please let them know that they can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Tuner, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Geo7, and all they have to do is search for the movie Mount Rushmore. But then you know what's going to happen, don't you? They're going to say to you, movie Mount Rushmore, that sounds exciting. What's it all about? Nico, would you like to tell them what it's all about? In a moment, yes. <laughs> Not quite yet. That was a really very, that was a very nice setup. I kind of shat the bed on that one. Fair play. That was a very, very nice setup. I do need to add to that, though, that if you are one of our podcast listeners, if you do ever happen to want to catch us live on YouTube, it's every single Tuesday 8.30 p.m. British Standard Time. We are here. We are live with our regular film family right here. And if you are one of our regular film family, or even if you're not, and you happen to like the Silver Screen dudes, these two British idiots right here, right here this week, uh, who are just, you know, bringing you a kind of two-hour show each week with the family, with the film family, to talk about movies, literally for less than your daily Starbucks, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the movie dudes and do a tiny little donation just to show your love and support. We run the show completely off our own backs. We're not expecting anything. We're not anticipating anything. It's not even like it, you, you must pay to watch like nothing to do with that. If you happen to like us, it's less than a Starbucks to go and support us. No pressure at all for that one. But now to go back to a just question. Oh, sorry. I must block the porn. Porn is being blocked. And the porn is blocked. Cool. Right. How does the movie Matt Rushmore actually work? AJ and I assign ourselves a topic. We go our separate ways. We come right back here into recording and deliver to you, the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. This week, AJ will go first, delivering his bottom three. I will then deliver my bottom three. AJ will deliver his next two. I will deliver my next two. And then when we get to our top fives, we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are rounding off our individual top ten lists, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say... Punt. And we will punt and talk about the movie when we get to the higher position. And once we have both rounded off our individual top ten lists, we will create... The movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential, diverse, must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Top 10 child star movies. Now, guys, what Nico failed to tell you is what happens after we, the Silver Screen Dudes, have taken the four must-see movies. The challenge then goes over to you, the screeners, where you will have to head on over to at Movie Polls for you, good old JT from We Love Movies, or at Movie MT Rushmore, where we'll be retweeting. We love movies as post and pinning it down. And at that point, you will have to vote for the best of the best of the best. El Capitan, El Numero Uno, the must-see, the very best of the best movie in that category. Last week, our category was... Oh, yes, that would be a good idea if I actually brought last week's poll up, wouldn't it, AJ? Sorry, my apologies on that one. Uh, last week, I actually had it up there, dickhead. Uh, last week, our topic was the best... Why am I getting all these ads now? The best movie that starts with the ending. 
Okay, and our contenders were? Our contenders were The Prestige, Fight Club, Forrest Gump, and Casino. We had 424 votes. This did not go the way I thought it would. That's your clue for this week. Yeah, okay. This, by the way, flippity-flipped all the way. For the three days this poll was active, it was changing constantly. Like, I believe that at one point there was something like 2% separating the top three. Then Ooh. it adjusted itself. There's, I mean, bro, there's, 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 there's 15% separating all four movies. Like it's tight. So I'm going to work this not on preference. I know you said it's not gone away, but I'm still going to go with my basic logic. Snatch is at number four. Where did you get Snatch from? What did you say it was? Prestige, Fight Club, Forrest Gump, and Casino. Have I got the wrong poll up? Bro, I could swear I have Snatch, Forrest Gump, Prestige, and Casino. Prestige, Fight Club, Forrest Gump, Casino. We didn't put Snatch on. So it was what? Forrest Gump, Prestige, Casino, and Fight Club. Fight Club. Did we really go Fight Club? Hmm? Yeah. Go figure. 1985 brain. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Fight Club in at number four. No, sir. Prestige. Yes, sir. The Prestige, 18%. <sighs> and it's not that I hate the movie. Fight Club at number three. No, sir. All right. Screw it. Forrest Gump at number three. No, sir. Casino. In it, that was my surprise too. Casino came in at number three. And I, I was going to go for number two. I, I really didn't think that that was going to be number three. Wow, me. Yeah, but dig this. Snap. Casino got twenty-one percent. So just between four and three, there's only three percent. You see what I mean? These margins are tight. Right. I, I have to do this because I keep shitting on it. I... Forest Company at number two. Hey, you got there finally. Yeah, Forrest Gump at number two. <laughs> can't keep shitting on Fight Club, man. So Yeah, man. Forrest Gump at number two, 28%. And Fight Club stole it literally in the last hour, like a flurry of Fight Club fans came in. Fight Club won it with 33%. But, bro, there was days where Prestige was winning. Every, at one point throughout this poll, every single movie was in first for a good well, amount of time. Do you know what? Point. That makes it possibly the most exciting one that we've had that it, it has that big fluctuation between it so hey that's, that's yeah it was that was one of the tightest we've had in a while really really tight one we've had in a while apparently we've just got a 10 pound uh donation from den the tech that's super generous thank you for that very much appreciate it, uh right oh, and den also says tell five people about these dudes yeah that's your homework each week guys if you do like this show and you know other people who are movie fans if you do want to bring them along we'd be oh so grateful um right <laughs> Ashley Beasley approves as the both Brad rule. Uh, right. And Ali, I agree. The fact that Snatch was snubbed is a crime. But Ali, what you need to do, mate, go on over to Twitter, follow us at Movie MT Rushmore, and you can vote on the poll each week. All right, mate. And then Jackie G says, the prestige at number four. Are you freaking kidding me? But then, is any of those films shit? Let's be honest. No, there's no shit films. Any of those films. Like, at all. So it, it, it hurts, but someone has to lose and someone has to win. That, that's just the way I, pre I, I take that one in. So, wow. Yeah. 
Gavin Mann says, I surprisingly voted for Gump. Uh, Den the Tech says, hit the like button and I will donate for every like. <laughs> okay, that's very kind of you, Den. But guys, if you are watching us live, if you do hit that like button, down, if you're watching on YouTube, if you do hit that like button, that would be super appreciated. It just makes YouTube like us more and it helps us rank better. Um, Francis Lalonde says, quick question, opinion of carry-on films. Been trying to explain them to a fellow American friend. Carry-on films are holy territory they my great-grandmother rest her soul tattooed on my wrist right here my great-grandmother showed me those films when i was probably too young to watch them but i've never fallen out of love with them never ever fallen out of love with them carry on movies are hollowed sacred ground for me so okay i mean aside from that i would say it's how would you explain it carry Um, on the pre-Monty I mean, Python comedy of the UK. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if, if I mean, if you had to set it in a in a tone, it's group of actors actors set in different themes and carrying out great comedy. So it's the British theme, rap, it's the British Rat Pack, mate. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, li- it's literally the British Rat Pack of the nineteen fifties and sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Ali, can I ask what to carry on films? You can. But we'd be here a very long time, Ali. Well, so the, no, to in, be fair, you just said it. It's the British rap <laughs> In a nutshell, the Carry On films are of fifties, sixties, and I think they even went into the seventies and eighties. But the fifties and sixties is when they're at the top. It's a group of actors: Sidney James, Kenneth Williams, Kenneth Collar, Barbara Windsor from EastEnders made her career from there. Hathi Jakes, Joan Sims, like Charles Hauntry, the icons of British comedy in the fifties and sixties, all together making constantly new movies i cannot stress this enough ali if you haven't seen the carry on films go and see them carry on clear follow that camel carry on kyber there's like 50 movies from the carry on franchise and and i'm really really glad you asked that question francis just because lesson it's like laurel and hardy less and less people are still keeping it relevant and i firmly believe the carry on films need to be kept relevant Mix memorabilia is here. Hello, everyone. Had to end my conference call earlier as I told them I've got more important engagement. <laughs> oh, oh, I am. Love you, Mix memorabilia. Right, AJ, we've explained. We've welcomed everyone. Let's crack on. What is right. your number 10? In at number 10, some people call it the professional. We here in the UK call it Leon. I'm talking Natalie Portman and Jean Reno. Leon, the professional. Ah, pun, 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 pun. The right. fuck? Ten. Pew. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Been a while. Okay. In at number nine, it's young Jaden Smith's debut in the world of acting alongside mm. his pups, Mr. Will Smith, who, yeah, who he used to be. I'm talking The Pursuit of Happiness. Yes, The Pursuit of Happiness. It actually has the word. You got that in there. Well done. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no jokes there. Um, yeah, so I've always found I've always had a really soft spot for this film. It's, it's you know, if you're going to talk about a man who's willing to risk everything in order to possibly gain everything, it's there. Was it worth the risk? Would you really want to put your child through that? Probably not. But hey, when you if you follow the journey and the story of this, um, it paid off. The, the risk paid off. But I personally, yeah, there are some challenges. I, as a parent, if I had the chance to avoid it, wouldn't want to go for. Um, to, to you know, literally making my child homeless and having to avoid the the, the dangers of the night of you know 
the, 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 the drug addicts and the dangers of alcoholics who could be coming to try and attack and abuse at all points in time. It's not there. But, hey, it, it paid off, so, you know. But. It hurt me a lot to leave the pursuit of happiness off, I have to say. Yeah, um, I must admit, Jaden Smith is one of those people who, as he grew older, has wound me up more and more. Smith family have in general, but um, yeah, Will's up for an Oscar this year, big man. Yeah, good for him. I, I have no beef with it. I'm still want to see King Richard, but he's not the world that I idolize. It's just, it's just what it is. Like, no, no beef. It just is what it is. But um, I absolutely. He's about to be the Fresh Prince, still AJ. He's allowed to become the Fresh King. He's just not that. He's, he's just, just King anyway. Richard. What's your beef? Yeah, well played. Well played. Well, well played. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, but no. Getting into it, it's about the child, not the dad in this situation. Um, yeah, there was no way I couldn't put this film on. I felt Jaden gave an absolutely... A... Oh, dude, seeing you with the ice pack on your shoulder hurt. No, dude, I'm um, fucked. I'm legitimately fucked. I need, um, I, I need a steroid injection in the shoulder in the coming days. It's, it's right. vicious. I've got something called a, an inflamed bursa. It's horrible. It's horrible. Right. Yeah, but... Um... For, for a debut acting career, and it's not like this kid has done TV or anything, this was a stellar performance. He oh, yeah. really, really knocked it out of the park. He really knocked that this performance out of the park. He was just, he delivered the emotion that you needed of a child. And he, he, he's desired to learn from his dad while going through all of his struggles. He, he gives everything. He, he honestly topped it. I just thought he was absolutely stellar. Um, reason totally for it being number nine is that it was still Will's movie. You know, he's uh, he was yeah. a support. It, it's very heavy, but it was Will's movie. You follow that journey. You don't get to see the effects. That it, you see the effects of the child, but there's not a part that you really follow that journey. It's only his effects while with his dad, not that outside factor. Mm. So that, that's why, but absolutely top performance. Had he continued that, that kid would have been an absolute freaking huge star. He was good in the Karate Kid remake. I'm an unabashed yes, defender listen, of like that it. movie. I toyed with it, but between the two... This was the film. That oh no, this is a this is chalk and cheese, night and day. Like yeah, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. By, no, this is by far the better performance. Yeah, so big shout out to Jaden for that one. Okay, in at number eight, just because there was no way this film couldn't be couldn't be mentioned if we're talking about child star movies, based off of one of my favorite Roald Dahl books. I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> what? Still haven't seen it. Okay, <laughs> Matilda <laughs> with Mara Wilson. Now, when you said that, I thought I honestly thought you were laughing and joking because I thought you thought I was going to go down. And... Well, I could have gone Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. You could have. No, I knew I knew you were going to go Matilda. That's why I laughed. I was like, he's going to kill me for still not having seen it. Listen, we have these gaping holes. If if I attack too hard, I'm only opening myself up for more attacks. So <laughs> I've learned to keep it at a plateau. Um, Matilda is. As much as there's the, if you take Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you've got the whole factory, you've got Willy Wonka, you've got that that larger than life world. Matilda is very child focused, and Mara Wilson delivers absolutely perfectly of what what I read in the book. She delivered. There are slight changes which will always annoy me when it comes to films and books, but overall, I think it really delivered. And she she gave you the magic of what Matilda was from when I read the book, and this film was nowhere near released. Go on, what was that like? No, Ashley's got a really good one here. Love Kid Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> it's spot on. I haven't even seen the movie, but I know that comment's on point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But, no, it, it's it's a really great, great retelling of a, of a great book as far as I'm concerned. Have you read the book, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of Roald Dahl I've read. I like his work. And this, this, this was one of those those moments that I really appreciated, and I think it was just great all round. And you got Danny DeVito playing her dad. Um, oh god, I'm gonna have to bring the poster back up because I keep forgetting do it, do it, do his trunk name. Um, Pam Ferris, Rhea Perlman playing the mom. Yeah, like ev- everyone in this, there was no character. Why is my finger touching the punt button? No, it's not. Okay, cool. There was no. <laughs> <laughs> if you see the clip that avoided punt coming up there um each character fit the personality of the character from the book each actor really delivered at the highest performance and it was all it was just awesome to see as a kid and i've always had a soft spot for that film mm. yeah i know you do you've got a very very soft spot for that film um by the way, guys, if, here you want to show some support to the channel. We've got an offer from Den the Tech Kit, Cook45. If this video gets 10 likes, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting a £100 donation. So there's 13 of you watching live right now. If you could all just like this video, that would be great. <laughs> oh, listen. Oh, oh, like. <sighs> I mean, if you've got it, you've got it. And I'm not like saying the guy. I'm not expecting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, saying I this in jest. I would genuinely like everyone to like the video, but yeah, I say that in jest. But I do, yeah, in that in that level, yeah. Um, then really touch the heart there. I really do appreciate that. Also, guys, do bear in mind this man has said he's drunk too much today. So. Yeah, let's not take it. <laughs> no, but no, he's genuinely, genuinely a very good guy. So Gavin Man says, Nico, haven't seen Matilda. Yeah, man. It's one of my blind holes. Have not seen Matilda. But Dan f- affirms Matilda is great. Thank you, Dan. Um, Biffa the Hobbit says, I hope Pan's Labyrinth gets some love today. So here's the thing, Biffa. I have seen Pan's Labyrinth once. Really enjoyed it. I don't rem- even remember the name of the young actress in it. Can I be honest? Like, is she a child star? This this film has to make the list because yesterday... No, as when I say the list of my films to see, because last week, I think Pan's it has Labyrinth. ended... Yeah. Yeah. It's got films that end start with the ending, and it's also got the child star. So that's like two weeks in a row that this film is like <laughs> putting its 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 placement out there for me to see it. So I'm definitely going to add that to the list now. Yeah. Okay. Over to you, sir. Right. Uh, just a few more comments have come in. Um, Gavin Mann says Mara Wilson appeared in a lot of big films in the '90s, disappeared for a bit, and came back recently, but does more behind the scenes work. Yeah. Did she not become a teacher? I know that sounds very like it seems like the ultimate evolution of Matilda, but I'm sure she, I'm sure I read somewhere she became a teacher or something like that. I remember she stepped out of the pop, the the, the, the limelight though. Yes. And, yeah. She was also in Mrs. Doubtfire, wasn't she? I'm sure no, she I wouldn't think no. I'm sure she was the daughter in Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm oh, I'm gonna have to fact check you now, bro. Um, I am sure that she was the I'm, youngest daughter I in Mrs. Doubtfire. No, no, no. Yes, I take it back. It wasn't. Look at me with my knowledge, motherfucker. Look at that. Cool, cool, cool. Well played. Uh, Jackie Gomez says, I seriously can't watch The Pursuit of Happiness because that bathroom scene on the trailer made me cry for a whole hour. And because of that, I've never watched the movie. So that's (laughs) something I wanted to say when we were talking Pursuit of Happiness just now. That bathroom scene is so devastatingly sad. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's wonderful. It's fucking wonderful, wonderful bit of filmmaking. Um, holy shit! Apparently, hundred pounds has already been donated. 
All right. Well, can everyone please thank Dendertech for that? Because just so you know, I mentioned Wirecast earlier. When we get to our 500 pound mark, we're going to invest in a new piece of software to make these streams even better and more interactive. So that's just helped everyone out. Den, thank you doesn't isn't enough. Bro, like, thank you. Really, 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 really appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to talk to you post-pod. Because, yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> I'm, I may need to call you tomorrow then and be like, are you sure? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, something along that line. But that's... Bro, bro, st stop. With the, highest, <laughs> with the highest level of appreciation... 110 pound is, is is more like okay yeah nothing more for the for the year <laughs> yeah we're done for the year dan we love you thank you it, it, it's buy me a coffee not buy me a coffee building like <laughs> no or a coffee machine like that's, Dude, that's just, a lot. thank you thank you thank you for supporting the channel on that level really it's amazing thank you so much um Riri Thomas says Linda Blair and the Exorcist. So uh, here's the thing. I was toying with Linda Blair for so long, Riri. The reason I didn't put Linda Blair on is just because there was nothing else that followed. So I was like, she's a star, it is a star-making performance, but she never became a star after, if that makes sense. You see, the thing about this is it becomes very, very difficult as to where do you stop on this because is it a groundbreaking performance? Yes. Does it need a follow-up? Probably not, because it's, it's been talked about throughout the ages. But it, it, do you get it? It, it? It's how you choose to define it, really. And then there's those, those films, again, that are it's heavily child-focused. There are so many different ways. And I'm saying this when it didn't make my list either. It's very hard to break down the parameters of which you're going to work with to, to keep it, really. Mm. It's a very good shout, nonetheless. It's a very good shout. The other thing is, is that there's... <sighs> Do you know what this film made me realize is that that, that soundbite that goes around, there, there's not that many good movies with kids in them. It's like, there are so many. There's so many that it's almost even hard to put them onto a 10. I did have, as, as, as I said, my reasons for not putting Linda Blair on, because although it is a star, it's like it's a star making performance of someone who never chose to become a star. If it was a song, it'd be a one hit wonder. Like it was a one and done. It's Franz Ferdinand. Uh, take me out. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Linda Blair is the take me out of the movie what, what, world. What was that? I was, oh, I remember that person. I can't. I don't even know who sung the song. But it was. Um, now you're just somebody that I used to know, and they're like this guy came in with that song, and now he is just somebody that we used to know. Like where the fuck is that guy gone? I was like, all the calling. If I could, then I would. <laughs> they were one hit wonders. Yeah. Boy, that voice did not match that face. <laughs> Holy shit. I was expecting him to come out with something like, bah, bah, bah. And he's like, no, he's got this deep old voice. Like, boy. Um, yeah. Nathan Jordan says, yo, respect to Dan, and it's good to see support. Um, Ashley Beasy says, yeah, Ali couldn't think. Oh, sorry. That's a conversation that's going on on the side. Jackie Gomez says, congrats, guys. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> thanking den for that one um and yeah francis lon says cheers to cook 45 see yeah this is love love to everyone here oh shit biffa you've just picked one i forgot 11 year old anna paquin won best supporting actress at 1994 oscars and that i actually forgot 
I actually forgot, and that's going to annoy me. This happens. I haven't got it either, so it's one of those sad moments where we have to just accept defeat. Now, the thing is, again, there are so many that happen. So many. There are so many that you you toy with, even in making the list. There is one glaringly obvious name that I know people are looking out for. Nearly forgot it. <laughs> Nearly forgot really? that. When you're breaking down your list and you've got one person, like, yeah, you're going for it. Oh, yeah, they put him in. Like, do you realize you've got it? I don't know how you do it, but I I, I list all my shit, like, do, 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 everything that's there. And I start building the 10, I start grabbing the images, and I was like, oh, sugar, I haven't actually put that person in. And you can like, say no. shit. It's our podcast. It's fine. I did say shit, didn't I? You said sugar. We're not around your nephew right now. Shit it no, up, my not. friend. You can uh, swear. If, if, my, if, my bro- if my brother commented, my nephew's not too far behind. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> one. But either way, but what I'm getting at, no, I think in my head I genuinely said, "Oh, sugar!" Like it's a child star movie one, man. I'm trying to keep the swear words up. No, I, maybe I did say shit, but I, I realized I forgot. Um, then it came in. Yeah. And Ali Kamza says, Nico, how about the second Exorcist movie? Do you know what? I will defend that second Exorcist movie because until the last 20 minutes, I actually had a good time with it. I think it's fine. AJ drinking because he hasn't seen the second Exorcist movie. Well, it actually went in my throat, but yeah, that also applies. <laughs> I, I, I was drinking before the comment came up. Gavin Mann says, Nico, I managed to have 35 films on my list at one point. Yeah. Easily done. Print. Easy. 100% Easy agree with that. Jackie Gomez says, and here was I thinking last week that Macaulay would be in the entire top 10 list. Oh, no. As I said, Macaulay just snuck on for me. Just. Well, just. I, while we're on the topic, he's the one that I was like, I forgot. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't put him in. Like, that was bait. But at first, I thought he was number one. Then I started playing with what's what. And... Definitely mm. not number one. No way. No, no offense. Well, he's not. No. Probably the... <sighs> I don't even want to say it. But... Of our era? The... <sighs> We'll wait till it gets there. I don't want to start shit, shitting all praise at the guy. What before it... <laughs> your brother confirms your nephew is watching. <laughs> we're just gonna ask you <laughs> one little. No, I'm not gonna go there. No, nope, <laughs> um, let's keep it at least PG 13 and not you, please. Right, my number 10. It's one of AJ's favorites. I have a feeling, given how much you bring this movie up, and I know you pretty damn well right now. I have a feeling you've probably left this off just on the basis that you bring it up so much. So I got you. Um, Edward Furlong in Terminator 2. This was my number 11. Yeah. It was the number 10. I toyed with it because I was like, how old is he? And I, I, I No, he's young. I, I had parameters of how old I wanted him to be. And John always felt like a teenager to me, like the older end of a teenager. He could ride a bike. He could do certain bits. But he felt like more 15. I was trying to be more... Hang on. More no, 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 no. Edward Furlong was young in that film, mate. Bro, bro, do you know what it is? Maybe it's the age I watched him at. He always just felt like the cool older guy, but still a kid. And I toyed with it. Then I was like, no, he definitely belongs on it. And then I just had other films and I was like, no, I've got to push you off. Like, it was there. <laughs> it's the only time that I've actually... He was 13. Ah, fair enough. Well, I you did know, that he's... aiming at... You realise he's 44 now. Madness is that the kid from Terminator 2 is now 44. <laughs> I'm not gonna dwell long on my number 10 just because Liz, if you're a regular watcher of the show or a regular listener of the podcast, good god almighty, we have spoken about Terminator 2 a lot. It's you know amazing. For anyone knew, just 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 brief summary of what the film's about, really. I mean, that's that's awesome. 
it's about a Terminator being sent back in time to protect the future leader of the human survivor race. And there's another Terminator, which happens to be made of liquid metal, who's sent back to assassinate him. Arnie in this one plays the good guy. Robert Patrick, who I think is criminally underappreciated, plays the bad guy. It's got some of the most mind-blowing special effects still to this day of all time. It's it's perfectly balanced action movie. It's the problem is is it created the this isn't its fault. This is hindsight speaking. It created the formula for the Terminator movies. Because the first one was quite different to this one, but Terminator 2 created literally the formula. Terminator arrives, gets clothes, does initial chase, followed by action scene, followed by slow moment, followed by big action set piece at the end. That's literally the Terminator formula. And because now. we've not been able to outdo it, everyone seems to have some form of liquid metal to them since Terminator 2 as well. Right. It's They morph. Yeah, it's just, it's just not. Yeah, it's, it's just where it's at. Yeah. I also, do you know another thing about it is, as much as I love John Connor, I'm also aware that some people John was one of the most annoying shits ever on. Oh, my dad, my dad will, my dad will not stand it. Yeah, I, I love him. I, I think he was awesome. But there is this, there is this part in it where, as I'm getting older and as I keep rewatching Terminator Two, he is getting more and more on my nerves. There's one part in particular where I think it's the biker gang that call little little John a douchebag, and he goes, "Are you calling moi a douchebag?" Yes, but it's the fucking nineties. Oh, nephew, watching. It's the nineties, man. Like, what are we doing? You. That's what. That's the way people would have talked, would speak, and you know, have that kind of moi. Really, like it, it's what you'd expect from that cocky, arrogant little. Punk. Of course, but yeah, of course. And every look, I can see just in the comments right now, everyone's happy that T 2s on here. Everyone loves T two. And Francis Lawrence says T2 in 30 seconds, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Beasley, uh, Beasley says one of the best bad guys ever. Yes, very balanced. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Look, um, the only thing that makes me sad is that Furlong should have had a bigger career. Uh, is that Hollywood or was that him? No, that's him. No, that's him. He did this and then he went on to do American History X. He had the world at his feet. That was him. And then there's that underrated movie that you told me about, Detroit. Oh, Detroit Rock City. That's a world of fun. That's that's a deep cut, though, for me, man. I love Detroit Rock City. Love it. My number nine, I have a feeling knowing you were probably going to say punt or you're going to, oh, excuse me, wow, or you're going to kick yourself and say, oh, shit, I forgot it, because I know you love this movie. I think you saw it based on my recommendation. Uh, Chris Evans and Grace McKenna in Gifted. In Punt. Punt. Punt it is. In at number eight, I'm bringing... Now, you remember I said at the top of the show there some side characters who give, like, career-making performances. They're not the center of the movie, but they're remembered, right? This young girl, I'm going to bring in Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. Now, just look at this fucking who's who. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Antonio Banderas, and Christian Slater. Bro, Kirsten Dunst isn't even acknowledged in this fucking poster. She's not even acknowledged in the small print. This was literally itty-bitty Kirsten Dunst, and there is no doubt she's become a megastar. A megastar. Yeah. This made, this launched her into, into the public eye. Now, Aside from how good Kirsten Dunst is, God damn, I love this film. 
It's just so cool. And I love the fact that it's so fucking, it's almost like kind of one of our upcoming episodes. There's so many actors who almost break typecasting because Tom Cruise just isn't a guy who plays the villain. Mm. Sure, and I'm sorry that time. the other time he did, I don't want it. Why well, we can bring it up now? Collateral. Oh well, yeah, the whole world lost it. Like Tom Cruise plays the villain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one? I wish he did it more because he's so fucking good at it. And when he does play the villain, it also I think reminds everyone that yes, we all love Tom Cruise doing the Mission Impossible shtick because he's crazy and we want to see him doing crazy stunts that a man of his age just shouldn't be doing. And he's awesome, fucking crazy, but awesome at what he does on screen. But let's not forget, this man is a fine actor. This man is a damn fine actor. For sure, for sure. Yeah, all right, let's see what the comment section is saying. Uh, yeah, look, then the text there with me. Yes, great pick, Nico. Frank Torres says, Dunt steals the film. I would agree with that. Like, that scene in particular where she feeds Lestat dead blood and then slits his throat. I mean, this is a little girl doing that. And it's like... I'm believing everything you are doing right now. Yeah, she she did do that. She she was she was huge in that film. Like, she, really she she was insane, and that scene where you know that where, where she gets where she eventually dies, obviously because they put her in that well with the sun coming through. By the way, lovely tip of the hat to that at the end of what we do in the shadow season two. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. And if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, I cannot recommend both the movie and the series enough. So good. Uh, Francis Lalonde says, hmm, haven't seen Interview with the Vampire in a long time. Need a rewatch. Yes, you do, Francis. Super. There's never any problem with rewatching that film. Nah, it's so infinitely rewatchable. Ali Kamza says, that is one of the best vampire films of all time. Oh, yeah. Agree. Ashley Beasy's with me on this. Agreed she killed that role. More porn, blocking the porn. Uh, Paul Jaffa says, I love Interview with the Vampire. Great, underappreciated film. And yes, agree about dance. Superb. Gavin Mann says, if I was to pick a Kirsten Dunst child star film, it would be Jumanji. And here we go where we come back to what AJ was saying earlier when I said, hold the fire on Jumanji. Now, I love Jumanji. Gavin, for me personally, I think just because of what the role demanded of her, Interview with the Vampire sticks out more for me than oh. Jumanji. But I love me some Jumanji. Don't get me wrong. Um, Riri Thomas says, love interview with a vampire. Brad Pitt should do more horrors. Thought he was very good in Tom Cruise. Wow. Yes. Oh, uh, Riri Thomas. Then that AJ will direct you to AJ's okay. favorite vampire movie is. Not vampire. AJ's favorite zombie movie is. My, I'm World War Z, for sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we are. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, Francis Lalon says the red balloon, though a one hit wonder type. Haven't seen that one, Francis. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm sure you have. The red balloon. I, am, I, am, I, am I not going through Ballon Rouge, the film that we must have? Oh. Seen? It must yes. be that. Okay, it, it, must, has, it has to be Ballon Rouge, come to think of it. Yeah, it, it must be. be. It has to be. No, you're quite well, well pulled. <laughs> Jackie Gomez says, I'm really surprised the gift made it to the list. Great movie. McKenna Grace is so good in everything she does. I loved her in Ghostbusters Afterlife, and she's awesome in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Listen, hey, Jackie, Gifted came out for AJ and I in a year where it was just, it seemed to be, it was a summer of like brainless blockbusters. And this movie, which I think was only in the cinema for like two weeks, came along and it was a, ah. Oh, Respect to the big popcorn in your face and drinking Coke, blockbuster movies, but here's a proper movie. 
Yeah. Here's something that doesn't weird, make me want to fucking go well. math to get smart again. It's one of those films as well that it's really weird for the act, like for Chris Evans, because the whole world is like just seeing him as Captain America, refuse to see him as something else. And he's got this very small film, essentially. But it, it has so much depth to it, you know? Um, we'll, it we'll, does. We'll touch on it when it comes back later on. Word 789's in the house and says, everybody knows best child actor is True Grit remake. Ah, you'd be talking about Hayley Steinfeld, Hayley Seinfeld there, would you? I would agree. Mixed Memorabilia says, amazing vampire movie. Uh, Frank Torres agrees. What we do in the shadow is top class comedy TV. I wore, I wore my superb owl party shirt on Sunday. So good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Um, okay, AJ. So that was my number eight. Was it my number eight? Yes, that was my number eight. Over to your number seven, please, sir. Right. In at number seven. So I'm going to have to bring up her name because I keep forgetting it. Even though she's done a few films back in the... In the 90s, Tina Margarino, um, really after, and Whippy Goldberg in Karina Karina. Now, I know this isn't probably a film that you've seen. Ah, this is I'll all you, my up. friend. I'm sure I brought it up before. It's one of those films I keep saying I have a small soft spot for, but I do actually have a very small soft spot for this film. Um, what it does, you all, <laughs> Tina's in this film, she plays. Molly, um, her dad is Ray Liotta, and she has just lost her mum to, I believe, cancer. Yeah, it is cancer mm. because he he worked. He's a quite a heavy smoker in this film, and ever since the passing of her mum, she's become a mute. She she just doesn't talk. She just mm. she just lives in her own bubble, and she's just dealing with the trauma of it. And Ray Liotta has a very busy life, and what he's trying to do is just find a housekeeper slash childminder for to look after her and just help overcome it. All these different ladies come along and just can't build a bond, and she's very disruptive and can't get anywhere. Set in 1950s, late 1950s LA, enters Whoopi Goldberg, the black lady who comes in. And it's this special bond that is built between them. And spoiler, obviously, it starts to it starts to her breaking down the shell and becoming herself again and expressing the expressing the anger that's been built up for like a year and a bit over this whole loss of her mother. And just getting her to to break. Break, break this this chain, this this restraint she's been under, and eventually, you know, becoming someone again uh, herself. And it's it also has the social backdrop of where, you know, black people and white people couldn't bond together, and the people frowning upon this lady becoming more and more involved in their family, and then this budding relationship that builds between Whoopi Goldberg and Ray Liotta. It it really has this a, a really nice feel to it. You also have this parts where. At times, Whoopi Goldberg has other stuff going on, so she's bringing the young Molly in. Well, the, Whoopi plays Karina, hence the film's name, Karina Karina, bringing her to the black side of town and her integrating with families and you know seeing what it's like on the other side of and how lives are lived there. It's a really nice film. Can I find this anywhere legally? Oh God, yeah, I think it's mm. on Disney Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Perfect. Ah, it's now saying YouTube. It was uh, okay, per also perfect. No, three forty nine YouTube. Um, uh, not free YouTube. Um, yeah, try, try try your luck on Netflix because I've actually rewatched it on Netflix with the girlfriend probably about a year ago now. Probably about a year ago, but we we definitely watched it on lockdown legally. Like it it shouldn't be that hard. Then the tech is saying haven't seen that one. Um, Jackie G, however, says Karina is so good. It, brings it has its emotional points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could I'd like where she says it brings me to tears. Yeah, like it has so, yeah, some real hard hitters in there. 
I'm assuming this next one is a reference you'll get. Frank Torres says, after watching Karina Karina, I still yes. try blowing at the traffic signals to get them to turn green. Yeah, it's one of those things that she does to try and help Molly break her, her um, uh, this this trap she's under. You know, like, oh, it's a red light. I, I need to blow. She starts blowing, like, could you help me blow? And they blow together and the red light turns green and there's this look of shock on Molly's face. It's, it's magical. The film's really touching. It's nice. Gavin Mann appreciates you, AJ. I like when AJ drops in these golden <laughs> nuggets that I and not even Nico have seen. Yeah. No, I, I, thank you, guys. I, I, I try. I try. I, <laughs> I, I, I try to give back. I try to give back every now and again for all the, the gems that you pass on to me. Mixed Memorabilia says, I've got one no one has mentioned. His third movie, This Boy's Life. His, oh, who's that? That one went over my head. I thought, yeah, mixed memorabilia. Leave it to you to find a movie that no one's mentioned. Shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was your oh, seven, hold on, right? Hold on, hold on. This boy's life. So that person nearly made the list, but I'm still watching that film. And I'm sure that person's probably going to be in your list, and I don't want to mention it because it's a film that you've referred me to many a time. So You're talking to... about what's eating Gilbert Grape with DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was 19 in that. Couldn't include it. Netflix. I wanted to. I very much wanted to. And then I was like, let me double check something here. Uh, no. 19, no pass. Mm -hmm. Now, What's Eating Gilbert Grape does not make this list as much as I would have put it probably in the top three if it did. But no, cannot, 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 cannot. AJ, what is your number six, please? In at number six for me. Sorry, I started to watch the comments. It just felt like the, the had to. In, in terms of films that had... Three Things Are Sure in Life? Mm, no, I'm just wondering if you're... I don't know what, but I'm just wondering <laughs> if you're... Gonna... Yeah, the Iron Man 3, because that kid really blew me away. Like, yeah. No. For instance, <laughs> I was like, he's going to do something obscure with comic books here. No. So when I first looked at this and I was going to name it by stars, this young lady was going to be mentioned, even though she's not the main focus of it. So I'm actually talking... If I was, if I'm going to name an actor slash actress... For the role, I was going with. Oh my God, has her name gone out of my head? Oh, yeah, well, Emma Watson. Yeah, no, no, no. There's too many Emmas that I keep going through, and I went with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Now, there are many okay. in there. Mm. There are many in the in the realm of childhood stars, and this is one of those the child-focused movies. I probably shouldn't have gone for this one because this is where the adults took over. But it's also where I felt they also found their groove a bit more. You could see the... As movies, the yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Leave it to Alfonso Cuaron for that. Yeah, you know, I think this is where you really found the, the, the kids. and they, they became comfortable in their role. They, they, they were able to deliver and you understood all their characters. Yes, there's Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, there's Rupert Grint and there's everybody else in there. But if we so are like who and who? Yeah, exactly. Do, do you get what I'm going with this? Even yeah. though it's Harry Potter, Hermione is the best of the trio when it comes to acting. There's like, no comparison. Yeah, she's she's the only it. one. <laughs> well, this is it. This is it. And when I was looking at Because I don't give a fuck what people say. Radcliffe can't act and he still can't act. So here's something. While we are... If we're going to talk about three things I'm sure in life. There was something that came up to me in a post recently. And it will piss you off infinitely. Oh, go on. They're going to... What? They're considering Daniel Radcliffe to play Wolverine? What? Exactly that. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you may have seen the same article but yeah no i haven't i was just taking I, I, th I thought of the stupidest thing i could think of and it turned out to be true yeah 
yeah. Sorry. That, that, that's, Sorry. That's something that's no, 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 no. Stop right now. We need to put the height, but I that is the budget. Right, cool. So does Zac Efron, and Zac Efron can act. And I will fuck... I will campaign till the cows come home for Zac Efron to be the next Wolverine. Fair play. Fair play. And I, I don't have any beef with that. I have no beef with that at all. But yeah, that was something. And it, it, like, it's one of those things that, have, you know, those clickbait things that have you reading forever and it talks about all this Hugh Jackman part and oh, in the multiverse, even though Jackman said he wouldn't do it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, just get to the fucking point. Well, Patrick Stewart's back, isn't he? Bro, I heard that. I swear to you, that trailer came out and it was the dead of night when I saw it, right? You heard the voice. And I'm watching it, and it. We're going to touch on that in a minute, but I recall just going, "Did I just hear what I heard?" And that was the. I press rewind straight away. I press rewind. Double tap back away. on that YouTube app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was like, "Huh?" Oh, no, that's that's no. So yeah, in the end, I never. There's there's fan art out there. There is fan art out there where they have Wolverine Radcliffe, and it didn't even look right. It didn't even look right. But now going back to your Patrick What's he Stewart. going to do? Wingardium Levy Wanker with his claws. Wingardium Levy Elsa. Fuck off. No. Um, yeah, Radcliffe. Going, no. Going back to your Doctor Strange comment, not that I want to go too deep into um comic book or anything not related to this topic that we're doing. But here's a bit of a tangent. That trailer blew me away like no other comic book movie trailer has ever done. That That's about Bobby Yo. That, That's my boy. Well, probably because it featured Wonder, but um, no, I'm taking my boy. Mm. But what what I saw from that trailer, I felt it, it showed such an evolution in what comic book movies have become. It felt it, it had like tense a horror moments. Movie. The way it, it like a played the music, yeah, I was like, Jesus, this is giving me chills. Like, yeah, yeah. In case you don't know what we're wondering about, we are. Waxing, we are yeah. waxing geek here on that new Doctor Strange trailer. Huh. Doctor Strange 2 is officially not something that has to be done because you're a comic book fan. I feel this is the one film that is like, just watch it and you're going to get the, 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 the thrills out of it. I, yeah, it, it, it went all sorts of crazy. Man. I was like, yeah, that, that, yeah, quote the rest about, of the fans, wonders about to be unleashed. Coming in, wonders about to be unleashed. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm over the moon about, but yeah, all kinds of cool. All kinds of cool. now. I'm now going back to Harry Potter. I'm going to echo something that Jackie G's saying here. I think the first Harry Potter is the one that established them as child stars. And this is, I was toying with a Harry Potter movie on my list. And if I was, what was, if I were to pick one, it definitely would have been the first one. Not because it's my favorite, but that still that would have been I the one I picked just because it had that childlike magic. I, I toyed with them, yes. Now, do you remember when it came to, I think we were talking about mythical places or what have you, Harry Potter 1 was the one. Now, I toyed with the first one because it built them into who that, well, who she is now, <laughs> right? But I felt in terms of acting, this is probably where we started to see the best of all of them. And mm. that's why I went with this film. Yeah, it could have just been Harry. You, you could pick anyone. You could go down to the last or what have you. I felt but in terms of them as actors, the other one... <sighs> I don't want to play that part of where it feels like they're just looking in there and trying to recite their lines, but there was a certain innocence to them in there. Whereas here, I felt they were they were comfortable. Well, they in their come role. into their own for sure. Yeah, this, this is what I felt. This is what I felt. You know, I think in the first one, there's an excitement of playing these fam ever so famous characters. Here, they're comfortable. They know who they are. They know what they're doing. Mm. They, they they own the characters. They've molded it. They've tweaked it where they needed. Well, to. Well, she has. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll give it Sorry. I'll, 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 at I'll no point. Every time I see Daniel Radcliffe in the role of Harry Potter, I don't see Harry Potter. I see casting director's son. Did you watch the 20 year reunion, by the way, of Harry no. Potter? No, Bro, I haven't. So fucking cringe. I'm not talking about the whole. It was magical seeing them all together, hearing the music, them going back on set. That was all cool, right? That, but it was the way that they tried to breeze over, like because they had this sit down talk with Chris Columbus and Daniel Radcliffe. Chris Columbus, who obviously directed the first time, he was like, "Oh my god, we found a Harry." I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> no, you didn't. Your casting director said, "Pick my son," and that's open public space knowledge. Don't you dare try and make it as if he was in a casting call. Fuck you. We all know who Harry's daddy is. Get the fuck out of it. <gasps> we found out Harry. Yeah, what a magical coincidence. Fuck off. Now, when I saw that, I was like, I'm... be real with me. Radcliffe should have got on and made a fucking tongue-in-cheek joke and went, really, dad, really lucky my dad wanted to be the youngest millionaire. <laughs> say something just be self-aware don't be like oh yes and oh i never really expected it boy even now that you're lying i don't believe you're acting <laughs> you can't even act a lie <laughs> you can't even act a lie bro and now i'm hearing fucking fan theories about wolverine get the fuck out of my face your dad made you a star get fucked like am i jealous that your dad made you a star yes of course I'm jealous. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to pretend about that. You are the face of the biggest child-selling books collection, like, ever. Th these, these books got kids back into reading. Let's, like, not be under yeah. any illusion about that, right? And you are the face of that. Brother, respect. But respect to your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking telling me, like, oh, we found a Harry. Fuck you. <laughs> Searching oh. and searching for such a long time. No, you weren't. <laughs> Fuck you. I tell you what. As much as you can imagine, the, the dad just going through all these auditions, going, "No, no, no." Do you know what? I've been trying for the longest while, but I'll tell you, you what. Found I found someone. I think he'd be perfect for the role. Fuck. Just hear you. me out on this. Hear me out on this. I know it's going to sound right because we both have the same name, Radcliffe. But you should see my. No relation. Name. I promise. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they were just, and you know, my dad really did. My dad was really wanting me to stay in school. Double fuck you. <laughs> Bullshit. <sighs> oh, the whole thing, hearing those, like him sit down with Chris Columbus, and you could tell Columbus was doing his best to try and kind of skirt around it. It's like, no, <laughs> own it and move on. Don't make a big thing about it. <laughs> By the way, Den the Tech does not agree with you. She's not a good actor. Paul Jaffa's come up with a great pick. All the boys and Jennifer Connelly in Once Upon a Time in America. Now, I love that film. I adore that film. But I couldn't name you any of the kids in it. Gavin Mann says, will Nico finally have Isle of Dogs in his list? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Gavin. No, but going back to that, I don't I, I don't think Emma Watson's a shit actor then. I, I, I can't just let that breeze pass. I, I think she's... she's oh, she's hated, really bro. There's, there's, she's like the marmite of young actresses. People either love I, I'm her I'm aware of this. I'm aware her. of this. I think she's done a very good Belle as well while we're on the topic. Really good? Belle. Belle? Yeah. <sighs> she couldn't sing. That was the problem. 
they auto-tune the fuck out of her. And I'm an Emma Watson appreciator, but... She... Mm. Anyway, Jackie Gomez says, my favorite is The Goblet of Fire. And on that note, what's everyone's favorite Harry Potter movie? Please comment below. Right. Uh, Hold people get their comments in. Ali Kamza says, I like Radcliffe in Woman in Black, though. Listen, Ali, we have a rule on this show. Whenever someone says they like something that we don't, that person wins. If you like something, you are winning at life. We are the ones losing here. Much like I felt I lost when I walked out of Uncharted recently. The review to that is on the channel right now. Indeed. That wasn't good. Well, don't click away to see it. Watch it after this, just because after two and a half hours of silver screen, dudes, you can have an extra few minutes. <laughs> just Jackie G knows what I'm saying. Zach Efron not only can act, but has the physique to play Wolverine. Hell yeah. Zach Efron's the man. By the way, that new trailer he's in for that Stephen King movie, Firestarter, I think it's called, or I think it's Firestarter. Holy shit, he looks good in that. Good God. Good Efron God. Doesn't really... Do you know it's one of those things? You know when you, you, you have like a weird start? Efron was this whole high school musical thing, which just wasn't something I was going to partake in. But anything I, tr I like heard of him, I didn't have a beef with the kid. It just wasn't something I wanted to watch. Anything he's done after that, he's not been crap. Like, he's a powerhouse when it comes to acting. He, he, he delivers. Damn right. Mixed memorabilia has brought up something here which I knew was coming. Nico would like you to opinion on this. Child star. So I can't think of a film where a toddler has center stage and leaves the viewer on edge of the seat throughout what an impact film. I'm talking about Pihu. Yep. So... On Twitter recently, Mixed Memorabilia recommended that I go and watch this really good Indian movie called Pihu, about this two-year-old girl who's basically left alone and has to fend for herself. I couldn't watch it. Not because it's bad. It's fucking great. Way too close to home. Way too close to home. Like, just... you, you've Sorry, got I'm to remember, gonna... I've got a four-month-old little girl in the next room, and like, she's not alone obviously before anyone on the internet goes why have you left your child alone mummy's with her um but like anything since i've become a dad anything to do with kids like i find monumentally troubling i don't think i'll ever be able to watch grave of fireflies again motherfucker but no p who i found too troubling to get through mixed memorabilia is it worthy of being on this list hell yes it is could i sit through it no No. I've just remembered a film and I'm thinking where the hell I want to put it. Like... Biffa the Hobbit's got a great one here. The little French girl from Stillwater with Matt Damon is amazing. Yes, she is. That was one of my favorite films last year, Stillwater. Uh, Jackie Gomez says, what's the one where Radcliffe has horns? It's such a what the fuck movie, but it's funny. I literally think it's called horn. No, Antlers. It's Antlers, isn't it? Or Antler or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's Antler. It rings a bell. That, that name rings a bell. Hmm. Jackie Gomez says they were so prepared for that reunion that they showed Emma Roberts' photo instead of Emma Watson's. Yep. As I said, cringe. Cringe, cringe, cringe. Uh, right, so that is that. A lot of people saying Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, got a wide variety here and a few conversations going on on the side. Ashley Beasley says, I have to take off. I'm at 3% and I'm out. This has been so fun. I'll be finishing later and tuning in again. Thanks for the invite and letting me chill with you all. Love the energy here. Take care. Thank Ashley. you, Ashley. Really appreciate that. 
Really I hope this up. isn't the last time we see you. I hope you'll be coming back next week. Great having you. Thank you, Ashley. Everyone, bye to Ashley. Um, cool. Right. So that was your number six, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Had I remembered what I would remember before, my number six probably would have gone, but I'm going to have to live with my choice, my errors. I think you may have forgotten my number seven. Go. My man. Man on fire. <laughs> With Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest on this. I didn't forget it, and it's not a pun. <laughs> For some reason, now as I'm talking to you, I remember the first act of the film where, which is quite prevalent. I remember the other part where it's very heavy on Denzel and a lot of her screaming, and that's where I was like, "She's good, but she's not great." No, 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 no bullshit. No, no, no. She's. It, it, it's as I'm talking now, I'm like, "Fuck, oh, no, she, she had a lot. She was amazing in this." Because I remember being a real big Dakota Fanning fan, and I was between this or War of the Worlds, and I was like, definitely not War of the Worlds. Even though I enjoyed her, and I liked her in that film. I know a lot of people don't. For some reason, it didn't kick, but I didn't forget that. Go. <laughs> I love Den the Tech. John Travolta in Greece, best child actor. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jackie G asking Den the Tech, what? Okay, Jackie, th this is an inside joke. Basically, AJ is very, very fond of Greece, and I fucking hate it. It's like one of these... Most of the time, we more or less agree with each other. Last week, not being a good example, where AJ hated Hippopotamus, and I actually thought it was freaking sensational. But it's the... Yeah, it's the other way around. I'm one of those weird guys who thinks that Greece is a tremendous pile of shit. And AJ is like an unabashed defender. So yeah, that's what that joke's about. But yeah, bro, no, sorry. Man on Fire, I think, breaks the mold of a movie being three acts. This movie is two acts. It's Denzel and it Girl and Denzel and Violence. Yeah, no, it is. It is. There is no and when we're talking about Denzel and Girl... That girl happens to be Dakota Fanning. Now, arguably, her sister Elle has gone on to greater things in... This is arguably, because... Listen, although I'm not a Twilight fan, Dakota was still in the Twilight movies. Dakota's also just been in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, Dakota's doing fine. <laughs> Dakota's not having issues. But I'd say Elle is... Elle's possibly even the more talented of the two, but as a child actress... What Dakota Fanning did opposite Denzel in this film was fucking sensational. Sensational. The ability, that way she portrayed vulnerability, childlike vulnerability, and the way she portrayed childlike excitement. I mean, obviously childlike because she's a fucking child. But it was a very mature performance for someone so young. For someone to portray the fear of being kidnapped and the way that she made you love her up until that moment, it was just, it was something to behold. Yeah. Something to behold. Sorry, I'm just doing a last minute change. It's bugging me and I'm going to have to do it now. So What's keep up? talking, bro. No, because there's a film that I forgot and I'm going to have to bring it in because it's freaking, in terms of child acting, it's fucking awesome. So just give me a set. To Are you putting it into your up. top five or not? Yeah, that's the thing. I, at first I was like, I'm not going to. Um, if it's going in your top five, then what are you taking something out of your top five to put it in? Yeah, yeah. So if you could okay. just vamp away, it's probably going to make my. I can vamp. There's plenty of comments here. Um, Mixed memorabilia says, "Thanks for taking on the P who suggestion. I would so like it to be in the final poll, but it would get destroyed as no one has seen it. If they had different game, yeah, yeah, agreed. 
Francis Lalonde says, someone knew Man on Fire would make, somehow I knew Man on Fire would make the list. Yep, Francis, we're a bit predictable in that way. But then Francis Long goes on to say, Dakota founding War of the World. Screak! Wow, such depth. Not. Listen, you can't hit a home run every time. You cannot hit a home run every time. Ali Kamza says, I'm a hipster. I like the 50s War of the Worlds. Ali, you're not a hipster. You're a, you're a, a connoisseur. That's what that is. Jackie Gomez says, I downloaded Hippopotamus, by the way. Wish me luck. Think I'm going to need it. No, you're not. Jackie, I said this last week. I really like Hippopotamus. Now, I'm really curious to see if you've seen it, if you fall more on the AJ spectrum or more on the Nico spectrum with this. The thing about Hippopotamus, right, is that it's not inherent. How can I say it? It, it keeps you intrigued. I feel that there are certain payoffs that weren't fully covered in the build-up. And I also feel that the ending just lost it for me. And that's where I have an argument with this film. Can it keep your attention? Yes. Certain payoffs weren't appreciated, um, given off. There was no payoff to certain things that you see. It, it, this build-up and it didn't pay off. And then it has a nice spin, which I was like, okay, you've got me. And then the end just said, no, you lost me again. That's, why, mm. that's my problem with it's not. It's not the, it was made worse. And I, I also wanted to avoid making cats debate worst. But, um, but yeah. it is. But it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is. But it is. It just is. Riri Thomas says, who played Damien in the original Omen? Creep me out when I watched it. That's a great pull there, Riri. And if anyone can answer that in the comments, that would be great. Mixed Memorabilia says, has anyone seen Cares? Yes, have. Fantastic. Wouldn't put it in my top 10, though. Um, Paul Jaffa suggests Kristen in Panic Room. Yep. Another one. I'm not sure I'd put it in my top 10, but a great, great, great selection. Uh, Jackie Gomez says Dakota Fanning was pretty much the child star in the noughties. Even if the movie was bad, like I am Sam, she would, she would turn it to amazing. Agreed. Here's another example for you, Jackie. Um, a horror movie that very few people have seen Dakota Fanning and Robert De Niro hide and seek dead average movie. Dakota Fanning is sensational in it. Riri Thomas says, also love seeing that you're a huge fan of Man of Steel. It's one of my favorite superhero movies and often gets stuck for it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Riri, that's... One of the greatest superhero movies. It's superb. Like, I think if people don't like Man of Steel, they don't appreciate that it's not a Superman movie. He hasn't become Superman yet. Well, there is that, yeah. It's a different take, and that's what I've always loved about it. It gave super... It, it, it... Made Superman more realistic to me because it's ever so not bending the rules and just being so clean cut and not just mm. figuring it all out straight away just isn't what it was all about, and that's yeah. what I love about Man of Steel. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, but you got your pot, your yeah, I'm good. All, I'm good. You're all loaded, yes. so I can go on with my number six. My number six, one of the most controversial pieces of child casting ever because of what the role was portraying. Jodie Foster, age 12, playing a child prostitute in Taxi Driver. Unsettling as hell. So, so unsettling to the degree where I actually think, so you know how they cast Tom Holland as Spider-Man because he's kind of baby-faced? And, you know, the, the, the Spider MCU Spider-Man movies were basically, like, yeah, Spider-Man's still in college. Tom Holland isn't college-aged, but he's baby-faced. Yeah. What I found unsettling about this piece of casting was that they could have found a baby-faced actress who was of legal age to play an underage prostitute. No, 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 no. They legitimately went with 
a fucking minor for this role. Now, is it impactful? Yes, very. But let's be under no illusion. Jodie Foster is 12 and she's down on her knees in front of Robert De Niro trying to undo his pants. It's fucking unsettling. Like it kind of breaks the barrier between what acting is and where it becomes like, this is a bit too much. The performance is deserving of being in my top five. If it was just down to the performance, I would swap my six and my five. But this, to me, it goes a little bit beyond acting. So that's why I put it down a peg. Performance is amazing, but this is legitimately a child playing a child prostitute. And it's like, it's it's too real. Do you know, it's, it's like I always get this somewhat, this bit uncomfortable when I hear kids swearing. As much as I know I swear in the playground, I don't think an adult should ever write a child swearing. And that bugs me. So this really troubled me seeing it. it it's a lot to take. you like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, man. Don't you want to make it? It's like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. Minor, minor girl. Yeah. And the way Harvey Keitel's kind of describing the acts you can do, so you can, you can come on her face or pussy, you can fuck her in the ass. Just no rough stuff, okay? It's like, she's 12. Like, fuck. <laughs> It's too much. Too much. Wait, it's, 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 it, yeah. <sighs> the shivers, the shivers. It's, it's, it's a lot to take in. When you visually see it, you're just like, no, that, that's a kid. That's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Torres says, is there going to be a worst child performance this week? For me, there is. For AJ, I don't know. There isn't, actually. I'm spoiler. There isn't. Okay. There was going uh, to be one. But then I no, I just, I just left it because I felt like I'm just using the same. Yeah, no, nah, there isn't. Long story short. Jackie Gomez says, taxi driver is my number one and a valid pick it is. Mixed memorabilia says, taxi driver makes my 10 and I'm thinking it could make the rush more. Very interesting. It could. It's worthy. Ali Kamza says, if you'd seen Bugsy Malone, we could have avoided this awkwardness. I... <laughs> <laughs> Well played, well played. Jackie Gomez, I'm not going to read that next comment because spoiler. Um, then we've got Mixed Memorability saying, had a conversation with another film fan and where is the line drawn? That barrier sometimes is just not right. Yeah, this is the thing. This is why I'm only putting it at six. That For me, I think they crossed a little bit of a line. Like you wouldn't get away with that type of casting nowadays. It's, it's, no, it's no, no, too no. much. It's too much. No. Uh, Jackie Gomez says another one that is a bit rough. Leon, the professional, Natalie Portman, twelve, and she's an average genre. Yeah, unsettling as fuck. Really not but cool. Yeah, but it does. It's not her on her knees trying to blows a Robert De Niro. This is you said some awkward bits that makes you think it's going there, but they don't go there. Taxi driver went there. Mm. And taxi driver, Ruby says, is film. Won't watch it again, though, as it's difficult viewing. But it is proper film. Proper film. That's my number six. AJ, we are into our one apiece. What is your number five? It's the one that everybody was expecting to see. Mr. Macaulay Culkin. Yes, he had to make the list. And he made it in at number five for me. Home Alone. Really funny you say that, AJ, because he is also my number five. (laughs) Coincidentally, Home Alone. (sighs) It's the film any 90s kid just 
adored. It's it was the adventure. It was the chance of being alone and fending off the bad guys. It, it's the you know we we you don't see it as much now. It was all about the booby traps and the staying up late, eating pizza, having ice cream, being able to go shopping. But the fears of going shopping, like it gives you everything. It's the it's the need to want to have your family even though you don't have it. It's it. It's some. It's a mix of everything, and it's it's an adventure we could have all related to when watching it. I think is the best way to to put Home Alone. You you've got those those stories of the creepy neighbor that you know how true are they? How fake are they? The the noises in the house that make you uncomfortable and having to overcome those, being able to have your favorite foods, but at the same time just being like, even though you've got all of that, family values, man, you still need people around you. You know, even though you've got it all, you 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 need that, and yeah, he takes on the bad guy. So everything you've said is true. Um, can we be real here? It's a movie we all love growing up. And it's going in at five because it's just the choice that everyone expects. You know, Jackie G said, like, the whole list could be made up of Macaulay Culkin. He was that child star if you were a 90s kid. His performance doesn't touch anyone on this list. But it doesn't. So so this is the thing, is that when I look at certain acts and what have you and break it down, I'm like, yeah, but this is the thing. You were cool, but were you a great actor? No, you just happened to be in cool roles. Do you yeah. understand? I, I, I don't want to knock him in any way, but like when I take these next people along the way, okay, shock factor, there was one person who was in twice a minute ago. <laughs> and it's only because I remembered someone else. I was like, no, that's not going to be the case, right? Um, but yeah, like he, he was cool. He was cool, but <sighs> it's hard to say this because not every child actor has moved on to be famous as an, an adult in the world of acting, but it kind of dried up for him after. Whereas if we're going to take certain other young actors, it transcended. It went that bit further. I mean, it, it's an awkward one. You were really cool. You were a cool kid, but it kind of faded after that. But again, that could be conversely shown as Daniel Radcliffe is still doing movies, and he's he's what like it's 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 a weird one. You can say he's shit. It's fine. Yeah, but yeah, Macaulay's cool, but yeah, I've seen better acting performances, and that's why I had to put him at middle ground. And Jackie G's calling me out here. Here's Nico saying last week that Macaulay wouldn't even make it to his list. Now, can I be real, Jackie? I kind of still stand by that, as I literally as as I said, like. It's on there because it literally, it, it, you can't talk child performances and not mention Macaulay Culkin at the end of the day. But let's be real. The performance itself, if we were talking about top 10 child performances, he's not on the list. Child star films, you kind of have to bring in Macaulay Culkin for obvious reasons. But the performance doesn't hold up next to anyone on this list. Like Legitimately, of the, of the previous five movies I've mentioned... Is Macaulay Culkin better than Edward Furlong in Terminator 2? No. Is he better than McKenna Grace in Gifted? Hell no. Is he better than Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire? Absolutely not. Is he better than Dakota Fanning in Man on Fire? Huh, he wishes. Is he as good as Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver? No. Like, the performance is there because of the... The movie's there because of the popularity, but you cannot tell me that is a performance that stacks up. It's not. It's just not. Bro, I, it's, yeah, I can't really disagree with you, if I'm honest. That's, that's the kind of breakdown. And at first, like, depending on how you first read that list, you do instantly think to yourself, oh, he's a, he's a, he's a tie-in. He's, he's for sure, he's got to be number one. 
Then you have to hold on. In terms of actors, there are other kids who are kicking these asses, child actors. Oh, yeah. Kicking these asses. Oh, yeah. All of the aforementioned and yeah. those to come. Indeed. Indeed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Riri's so. got a nice hit pick here. Dante Basco as uh, Rufio in Hook. Ooh, good shout. Uh, no, I'd never pick him, but it's a lovely, lovely pull. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. It's a lovely, lovely pull. Okay. Then the so text says, if Chloe Grace Moritz isn't in your top three, I'm done. You're done. Then so. please don't be done. <laughs> but... If you want a refund, say so now. No! <laughs> AJ, come on, he's drunk. He'll give him ideas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, right. Okay. So that's our joint number five. So back over to me at number four. Gavin so this man one... also calling me out on my bullshit here. Nico, Home Alone is completely different to your previous five, comparing a comedic world to more dramatic worlds. That's true. But okay, okay. Then. Let's say it the other way. And I've, I've just about seen the film. Macaulay Culkin still could have made it in for something like My Girl, but it wasn't. I mean, I'm just, I've partially seen the film. I've not seen the whole film. But, oh, so, so. Does he outdo these actors that we're talking about? It's not to say he hasn't done dramatic. Well, dramatic ish. Does My Girl outdo it? Just to, just to reinforce that point. Home Alone is the go to movie because it's Macaulay at like the most famous Macaulay Culkin movie, but show me a dramatic film and we'll take it back. And Mixed Memorabilia's got my back here, says, I hear you, but the title said child star film, not performance, so Home Alone makes sense. Yes, that's my get out of jail free yeah. card. Yeah. But this is it. It's a child star movie. It's without a shadow of a doubt in that. Right. Den the Tech wants to know. Sorry, AJ. Den the Tech wants to know. Where's Christina Ricci? I think Den the Tech, she is my number 17. Sorry. She she nearly made it. I think she's about fourteen for me. If if it broke down into what was coming, it might have been even thirteen to be honest. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, no. I... Jackie Gomez says they're both ignoring comments on the Good Son Frank choice. Hang on, what have I missed? While you're doing that, I'm just going to look for something else that I just missed. <laughs> Gavin Man says Jackie Gomez, you'd make a good detective. Here, Batman ain't got nothing on Jackie Gomez. Uh, I can't go through that whole thread, but I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be real with you right now. Uh, I haven't seen the Good Son, Jackie, or Frank, so I, I couldn't uh, yeah. couldn't comment on that one. Fair play. I can't say I've seen it either. So we we continue with that. It's not avoiding. It's just something that's not been seen. Okay. Jackie Gomez um, says what? I said I said Batman ain't got nothing on you. You're a better detective than he is, Jackie. Right, okay. memorabilia. Don't miss Cinema Paradiso. My number twelve. <laughs> Sorry, I love how you Sorry. have the list ready. To exactly no, bro, my list goes down to about number twenty-nine. Like my the, the list I had for this week was insane. Cool. Cool. Right, uh, right, yeah, you're number four on that right. one. Right, so this is a last-minute entry. Probably would oh, have been around it. number okay. six. Right, I, okay. I don't know. I'm toying with this, but um, am I punting or not? What do you reckon? I, I think you may do the same as me and kick yourself because if you're going to talk child style performances or child child style movie and child style performance in one with this one, actually, because when you think of it, this kid was acting alone, right? Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, I know where you're going. I Nilsa, wouldn't put it on, but I respect. 
I no. The more I thought of it, I feel like it needs a place. I don't know if it would have been number four, but I've, as I said, I've got to worry. You're about, about to get heat for this. I'm warning you, but go ahead. Bro, I don't care. I don't care because the kid was not shit. Right? No, the kid was I not shit. I, I still prefer the animated, but Neil Setti in the Jungle Book. Apologies for part of our screen still showing there. It was a last minute upload. I... Neil Setti was fucking great in this role. I now... think he was absolutely amazing in this film. When Can we remember about... people that he had nothing to act opposite? This kid was on a flipping green screen, right? Okay, the voice actors are there, stuff are there, but this kid was on his own. There is absolutely nothing. This was just pure CG. I remember seeing the making, and I think that's what gave me even more appreciation. You watch the making yeah. of this film, and you're just seeing this kid climbing over green blocks. That whole setting, that whole environment that you see and have to appreciate, because it is a visual beauty. Favreau, at mm -hmm. his best once again, doing what he does, just makes it happen. And this kid made Mowgli. Like, you, you can't disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. He was absolutely stellar do i appreciate the, the animated more yes i believe half of the sing-alongs that should have been <laughs> that have made the the cartoon animated version an absolute classic were missing in this mm -hmm. however i'm not going to knock the performance that came out of this as i said it probably in terms of a childhood for, for the film probably would have been around six for me but i'd already said my harry potter's and missed it but i think that it would be i would be remiss to not mention this kid in this film it in, in this category it didn't make my list, but I completely respect your right to put it on for the reasons you've said. The kid was literally acting alone in a freaking green screen. Um, it's sensational. And I'll say I'll, I'll never miss an opportunity to say this. I know people received that Jungle Book remake or reimagining with lukewarm reception. I get it. But I will not miss an opportunity to say this. Jungle Book is one of the most technologically groundbreaking films of all time and one of the most technologically important films of all time. I attribute the effects in Jungle Book to being as milestone-y as Jurassic Park and Avatar, and I stand by that. Everything in that film is fake. They didn't shoot anything on location. Every single grain of dirt, the water, the sun, the trees, the leaves... The, the the mud, ever the fucking splashes of water. There is not a single thing in that movie that is real, other than Neil Setti. Yeah, and that I, I feel needs to be appreciated. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think he was amazing. It wasn't the great. It wasn't. It's not what I would have wanted out of a live action jungle movie. For as I said, it missed a few beats, but I will not knock it, Neil Setti at any point. That. Oh, he's great. He was fantastic. Um, Francis Lalonde agrees with that. AJ Nico hadn't considered that. The green screen performance, yeah, it's superb. Mixed memorabilia says the 400 blows. Have not seen that one. Chris Trengrove is in the hey, house. Chris. What up, Chris? Sorry I'm late. You are forgiven. Who's nominated Jake Lloyd from The Phantom Menace? Chris, behave. You've only just arrived. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Mann says, has anyone mentioned Hunt for the Wilder People yet? Underrating New Zealand film. That is the one Taika Waititi film I still haven't seen. Um, Ruby Thomas, AJ, this one's for you. Shia LaBeouf in Holes. Nearly made the list. Nearly made the list. Jackie Gomez says, Avatar is Blue Pocahontas and that is all. Also known to the silver screen dudes as the gay Smurf movie. Based Not on my the words. We, we are like, yeah. My friend we was kind enough guys. to share that nugget of comedy with me. Yeah. Jackie Gomez agrees, though. The Jungle Book is a CG masterpiece. 
And Ali Cam, sorry, Ali Kamza says Jonathan Taylor Thomas in The Lion King. It's a good shout. It's a good voice performance, but I wouldn't see voice performances are, are something that nearly made it. Um, when when that came in, I nearly went down. Um, All dogs go to heaven. Even both mm. voice actors for Grave of the Fireflies for the younger sister, I thought both, whether dubbed or <laughs> original, are definitely yeah. worthy of the nod. But then I, I mm -hmm. it's I didn't want to go down the voice acting route. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That so was that your number one four, one. yeah? Yeah. Right. My four is the punt from earlier. Natalie Portman in Lyon. Or the professional if you're in a different part of the world. Dude, this girl holds her own with fucking Gary Oldman and Jean Renault on screen with her. It's nuts. Do you, know, do you know what I think? Again, kind of like My Man on Fire, but this one's more. It's been a, a long time, and I'm picturing more... Rent Jean scenes, and I was like, she she's not supporting her because I remember her scenes are really being magnetized to her so much so that anything else for the longest one, I'm like, it's the girl from Leon. Yeah, that's who Natalie Portman was for a, a, a long amount. Like even up to Padme, I was like, oh, <laughs> the chick from Leon. like I knew her name. Don't get me wrong, I'm not disrespecting that Natalie Portman in that level of insult, but it was like that's her go-to. Even so much so that recently I was having a discussion to with someone, and I was like. You probably wouldn't have, knowing their their choice of films, I was like, you probably wouldn't have seen it, but this, it took Black Swan to 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 become her, like, this is her best film, like, to to outdo Leon in terms of her performances. Like, I, the others I felt could be, other films were a bit hit and miss when it came to it, but, you know, you could take it how you wish. Obviously, Star Wars fans will wave the Padme flag. But her performance... No, they won't. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> will not. <laughs> as but, as one of them, no, we do not. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying? I think Matilda is... And I'm not talking the film Matilda. I'm talking Matilda from, with an H. <laughs> um, yeah. It has to be respected as a performance. Through and through. Oh, Ali just said something sacrilegious and just ended it with JK at the end. Leon, the only good French movie. <laughs> I nearly, you know, I nearly bit too. You saw my eyes. Like, mm. <laughs> Bro, I nearly fucking bit in, on that. In, in, had it been for anything else, and it's not to say that it helps because I went there, but French cinema is something we're both passionate for because oh, yeah. French, French cool. And I, you know, some stuff are hit and miss. Obviously, Latin is there, but I, 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 I truly say this. Emily. Emily is cool. But what I was going to hit at as a point, there were many. Oh, bro, blue is the warmest color. It Lexi. goes on. Yes, but let me just finish my freaking line. Is that there are great dramas coming along, but what one thing, and this will always make me jump to French cinema defense, they do some of the best comedy. Oh, yes, French, the when French they're on point, they're on point. Yeah, they are absolutely like I have had some films that have had me belly laughing with French comedy. You know, we're gonna need to do this at one point the top 10 French movies. Well, yeah, it's something that's in the pipeline. As we said, we're going to aim to try and do an international section once a quarter. So, you know, it's maybe less, maybe more, but, you know, it's something to do. And I think top 10 for in the month of March, we've got Ireland for you. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's international. It's, it's not the UK. <laughs> <laughs> you have to draw the barrier of what part of Ireland. But yeah, no, for sure. For Jacob sure. Rees Mag be asking about the Irish backstab. What border? Fucker. <laughs> oh mate, I, I have and the tech I see your comment. Hold fire, hold fire, it's coming. 
Okay. Uh, cool. Mixed memorabilia with a great piece of information here. 1950s Pata Pachali by director Sajiat Ray, one of Scorsese's favorite directors. This, this, your knowledge of Indian cinema, mixed memorabilia, is on another fucking level. It's so impressive. Um, Gavin Mann says, musicals making anyone's list. Oliver, Annie, Sing Street, Sound of Music, all viable. Not on my list. No, not for me. Sorry. Not that I hate them, but no, just... No. <laughs> I think that's not, there's no real definitional breakdown behind it without like, thinking mm. on the spot. But it's, I just... Other performances just captured me more, is, is the long, long and short of it. Francis Long's got a good suggestion here. The top 10 New Zealand movies. We can do that one at 1.2. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And the tech, I see your other comment. Hold fire. Nate is here. Hey. Hey, what's guys just got home and tuning in nate you're in very good timing because we're just about to do our top three so thank you yeah, for joining us. Today. and what i'd like to say is also big support to nate because even though this is one of the comments that we're seeing from nate nate is usually on another device and unable to comment but always watching so thank you yeah. very much so thank you very much for that nate. and guys really please welcome he's late welcome nate to the show thank you for joining us nate so yeah that was my number four aj over to your number three Right, so we talked about a punt from earlier. This is one of my punts, my one to get you back on from a punt from earlier. Gifted. Hmm. So fucking good. I just really appreciate everything. One thing about it is the, the film has so much emotion of what, what is right for a child. That's the thing about yeah. this. Is what decision do you make? Neither are wrong, essentially, but it's what's best for their development, for their future, for just to enjoy life, to, to actually physically enjoy life as opposed to being the lab rat, the, 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 the experiment, you know, going down this, this, this route that you, you are marveled at, but not, you don't get the chance. You, it denies you the opportunity to enjoy life. And that's mm. what I feel this film really shows you. It's that balance of what, what do you do for, for choices and the fights that will go on between families for it. And, it was my first time seeing, and I've just got nothing but appreciation for McKenna Grace. I think that young lady... Oh, she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. We mentioned Ghostbusters 2 earlier. Um, Afterlife, sorry, earlier. It's it's a film that I've seen, I loved, and she steals it. She is the star yeah. of it. There is, there, nice. there is no in-between. She is the star of that film. Um, nearly made the list, but again, the, it's not Gifted. Gifted is just freaking amazing absolutely amazing mm. um uh, as you said it's one of those that it was it was something i wanted to see as you said it had a short cinema runtime so you got to see it before me and your recommendation just boosted my need to want to see this film and having had the chance to see it freaking loved it yeah it's one of our favorite movies that year it's superb chris trangrove that's very kind of you i hear nico's baby heart emoji that's actually aj's nephew <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually AJ's niece. AJ's <laughs> niece, right? Yeah, the other one. My little one is. Like, wouldn't have caught it, but yeah. I've got my baby cam on here, but my little one. Yeah, there you go. Motion detected on camera too at ten sixteen p.m. But my little one's out cold. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Out so, cold. Apologies for, for for the. But thank you, Chris. That's lovely of you to say. Uh, mixed member Billy says, please let me know about New Zealand cinema coming soon. We shall do New Zealand cinema at one point um right okay anything you want to add to gifted i, I did you think i left anything out <laughs> that would be it really no i do like the fact that just taking attention away from mckenna grace at the moment chris evans did show that he's a damn fine actor oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah for sure for sure um 
yeah, he no. There's, a, there's no one who gives a weak performance in this film. But yeah, I just wanted to focus on something that I had seen. Like I hadn't even heard of Michaela Grace, and just seeing this, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, she's brilliant." Like Chris elevated from Human Torch to Captain America, you know, and then Snowpiercer. You've got you've got elements of something that Chris can deliver. Um, yeah, she was just amazing in this. Yeah, she was. Right, my number three. I'm gonna bring some fire now. My number three. A Steven Spielberg. This is definitely for you. A Steven Spielberg movie that I don't think in our five seasons we have ever brought up. And it's not one that really people talk about a lot. But it's got Christian Bale as a kid. Empire of the Sun. AJ, look at that photo. Look at this young Christian Bale. That's nuts. That but is, you, can you, still, features, you, you can still see the features, but it's not. You can. You can. You really can. Dude, it, shoot me, I don't care. I still think Bale is one of the finest actors working today. He's the, the depth to which he goes into his roles, the methodology behind his performances is insane. Now, what's scary, he had it as a fucking child. It isn't something he's grown into. If you ever wanted to see an example of someone who is just, how to say this, born better. <laughs> he, was just born, he was just born better than everyone, all right? The fucking talent of this young boy. The story is about, he's, he's from a, uh, he, he's a British overseas resident living in Shanghai with his parents at the, as the Japanese invade China during World War II. Yeah. And he gets separated from his parents and he gets put into a prisoner of war camp. Okay. Now, while the prisoner of war camps were by no means like likable to Auschwitz and Birkenau in the sense that they were death camps, they were basically death camps because the Japanese with their Bushido code had absolutely zero tolerance for people who behave dishonorably. And at the height of dishonor is surrender. So the very notion that they've got these prisoner camps, because remember, they, they were noted in World War II for, you know, banzai, kamikaze pilots, right? That yeah. was their honorable death, dying yeah, for the rising, yeah. dying for the rising sun in their, in their, uh, in their Zen fighters. So they don't like the prisoners. And, you know, they they starve them. They don't provide them with rations. It's it's not nice what the prisoners get put through. Is it is is it anywhere near as graphic as something like a Schindler's List or a fucking Save It Private Ryan? Absolutely not. This is early days Spielberg still. I don't think he's quite pushed himself to that level yet. But Christian Bale in this film, and despite the fact that it's got some other heavy hitters in it, notably John Malkovich is in this playing with quite a large role. Um, and it's crazy to think that there's such a big age difference between John Malkovich and Christian Bale, but there is. Um, <laughs> and and the Bale man just—he's like eight, and it's fucking crazy how fucking good he is. Yeah, yeah. One second. Yeah. No, I, bro, I would like to comment, but I haven't seen it, so it's kind of hard to 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 get into that um, notion. But I I believe it and. 
There's one thing about Bernard is that he's always been able to create and morph into characters. And if uh, if you said he he was born with it, I would accept that. Like mm. I, will, I will fully accept that he was in that level and he had that in him from that age. Born with it. There are some actors who are born with it. There are some who train to become great. Some who train not to be necessarily become great, but just train to be okay, which is fine too. This kid. Like, this is literally on screen. You are seeing a child who is just born with talent. No, I believe like, There's no way from the from the yeah, age of zero to eight, he could have picked up the necessary skills that would have provided him to become this good without just being born with it. It's yeah. fucking insane, the talent this guy has. I believe it. I believe it. He's, he's, um, he's, he's one of those. He, he, just, he just has it. He just has he is one in a million, bro. He really yeah, I'm gonna is. Quote, I'm going to quote an art teacher, uh, Mr. Jones, when we were at school. Twat. I remember. <laughs> I did prefer Miss Rankin. But I, I, here twat. comes the story. Miss Rankin? No, allow it. She was nice. Both were twats, mate. She was a fucking fairy and he was an airhead. Sorry, carry on. It came to a point when it was like, what subjects are you going to drop? And I said that art was the subject I was going to drop. And I remember him just walking around and just looking over everyone's um, work as they were going through. And he goes, you know, they say you could teach up, but I, I, I do believe in the in the theory of um, you either got it or you don't. And those who I feel are dropping it and have it, um, I try to push them further. I understand why you want to drop out. And I, I wasn't offended. Oh, I was patronising twat. Not really. He knew that I just, it wasn't for me. So yeah, I know it sounds patronising, but I had never been happy that a teacher just allowed me to just drop something that was not for never me. been and it's not about allowing you mate he didn't allow you shit it's your choice allow it, but like <laughs> took a shot at you and you allowed that i didn't, I didn't the have only thing that was that allowed time. was the shot bro it was it was literally i was like thank god i'm surprised because you in school had a fucking thunder tongue behind you like you didn't allow shots to be fired no i, I i've kind of put that beast to rest but it, it, it's still there I, I always, I always want people. I'm like, don't, please. Don't. I even had to say it at work because I'm like, don't make that guy come back out because you, you wouldn't want it. You wouldn't want it. Trust me. No. <laughs> no. But no, I was so desperate to drop out that there was no further talk to go. I was like, yep, I'm out. I'm done. So yeah, that was that was one of those things there. But it comes back to this. Um, bringing it back to Christian Bell, it's yeah, he has it. <laughs> he just has. He does. It. He just does. He just does. More I think about it, now that Daniel Day-Lewis is gone, I think he might be my favourite working actor today. Fair play. Fair play. I adore Bale. Like, he's one of the few actors for me who, I, if I see him on a movie, I'll be like, cool, watching it. If Bale's in it, it's already got my seal of approval. Nice. I, I can understand that. Uh, Jackie Gomez is coming with Chris Evans going back to Gifted. Chris Evans is great. Here's a tip. Watch the show Defending Jacob. He's awesome. Jackie Gomez, I will take that tip and say, where can one watch Defending Jacob? Because I would love to watch that. Sounds cool. Also, for your um, I'm going to call it Rising Sun, but that feels offensive. Empire of the Sun. Where can one find that? Or is that wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Cool. That's all we needed to know. Uh, although it was on BBC iPlayer around Christmas time, but yeah, now it's a wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, it's probably gone. Biffa the Hobbit thought I was going to pick ET. No, Nico's not a fan of ET. Biffa the Hobbit. Yes, I know. Burn the witch, sacrilege. I don't like ET. Nope. Well, I'm like going to put it out there because we're getting to that point, and I know people are looking for it. I 
actually haven't seen E.T. in the longest of time. I have seen it. I have seen it, guys, before anyone starts jumping down my throat. And I'm aware it's Drew Barrymore, but it has been an absolute lifetime. Like, yeah, I can't remember the film. I, I don't it's not that plot, good. But I, can't I can't remember the performances. So. Yeah, I know I'm seeing something sacrilegious. It's not that good. Yeah. It Yes, is, is E.T. one of the cutest things ever? Sure, ugly, but cute as hell. E.T. von home and, you know, yeah, it's it's... it's there's iconicity to it, but I do not enjoy the film. Um, Christian Grove says, Christian Bale in Empire of the Sun is possibly my favorite child performance of all time. His performance belongs on any Rushmore of child actors. You're damn right it does. Uh, Biffida Hobbit says, oh, this is another thing I forgot to mention, AJ. Empire of the Sun. Bale singing was angelic. Bale can sing. Did you know Bale could sing? No. Well. You probably should have taken over from... Um... Russell Crowe and freaking we won't get into that <laughs> when Nico said Spielberg I thought he was going to bust out short round in Temple of Doom oh no, oh, no. <laughs> Ali Kamza says Christian Bell was a good child actor I first saw him in Treasure Island with Christopher Lee no shit that I need to track down that I need to track down um, Ali Kamza says is John Malkovich in the movie yes he is and Jackie Gomez says, that's the difference between Bale and Dakota Fanning. Bale never stopped being awesome as an actor, but Dakota Fanning isn't just as good as she was as a child. I'll agree with that all day long. And this also helps for the Macaulay Culkin situation. Yep. But, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale says, uh, sorry, Christian Bale says, Mixed Memorabilia says, Christian Bale is one of the rare where the word great is not overused and diluted, but truly applicable. A great artist actor. He is. He just is. Gavin Mann says, maybe uh, he's born with it. Maybe he's Christian Bale. <laughs> it's Christian Bale. <laughs> Nate, Nate says, sounds like a very interesting setting and point of view. It's Nate, I cannot recommend it enough, bro. It's great. Ali Kamza says, on, an, on another Invasion movie by a great 70s director, I recommend Kundun by Scorsese, too, if you haven't seen it. Also a great child performance. No, I have not. And I've, I've seen heard of it. You know, I've not seen it. I have heard of it. I went out. Uh, Gavin Man says, shout out to the art teachers. Ah. <laughs> uh, Frank Torres says, do you remember what films they screened for you in high school? We got to watch Schindler's List in Glory. So well, I remember did... Romeo and Juliet. I remember yeah. Romeo and Juliet. I um, remember I Ballon Rouge. Yeah, no, no, but that was more, that was more um, primary than high school. Yeah. What I do remember, and I still don't know how we got away with this, was... Shout out to the the first hacker I was aware of, as far as I'm concerned. Robert. Robert Taylor getting us to be able Spider to watch Spider-Man in school. He, Robert had a pirate copy of Spider-Man, which the school allowed us to watch. How and why, I'm not too sure. I don't even care. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was all kinds of awesome. Bro, the fact that he could do shit like that in the VHS days, I would love to know what Robert's doing now with IT. He's probably the creator of StreamYard, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Jackie Gomez says, Defending Jacob is on Apple TV+. Plus. I will check that out, Jackie, for sure. Thank you Apple for that TV one. Apple TV is a very... Do you know that's the one What it's the one that I've actually had to draw the line on in terms of subscription? I feel it lacks content. I see. I was about to say I felt like it lacked content. Apple TV is coming in a Maybe big way, bro. Up. Like, like, don't get me wrong. They had the um, the show. Um, 
Oh God, why is his name blanking for me now? Steve Carell. The, um, yeah. is it the, 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 the Day Show or something like that? Yeah. It looks interesting. They have these little nuggets of shows that's in there. But when you actually sign up, I think I had a free trial or my brother had it. And I looked, I was like, oh, is that it? But imagine signing up to something and literally seeing six shows available. It, it felt very, very minimal. Yeah, yeah, no. When it first came out, it was limited as hell. Now it's it's pretty good. Fuck, I need another ice pack. Um, Ali Kamza says, E.T. is my top 100 movies of all time. Bro, as I said before, you're winning at life on that one. Not for me. Gavin Mann says, E.T. is top five Spielberg. Never. Not for me, I'm afraid, Gavin. But again, love Ooh, the fact that you love come it. come on. They're, they're, they're... <sighs> No way. There's a, there's a lot from Spielberg. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see what you're omitting in order to put that in top five. But, a lot. But, in yeah. our opinion. In our opinion. It's not Jackie Gomez either. Jackie Gomez, I've seen your comment and won't answer it, but the answer to that is yes. I don't want to spoil it for the people um, who are guys, listening. While we're here what? and we're at like the two and that, please start putting your Rushmore's in because we're in Rushmore territory now. So please start writing them in your top four movies. Yes. We will reserve those, and by the time we reveal our top... Over to you guys. I want to hear what everyone's four are. Your four quintessential child star films. Doesn't have to be performances, although I accept that. Yeah, whatever parameters you want. I'd say they can use whatever parameters they want in how they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your list, guys. Go nuts. Right now, let's do it, and then we'll read them out just before um, we do our final Rushmore. Um... Then the text says, uh, from as long as you're not the lighting pad, I think I've missed the thread of conversation there. Mixed Memorabilia says, great shout for Kundun. Totally forgot that bicycle Sezi. Um, Ali Kamzes says, Romeo and Juliet or Romeo plus Juliet? We are talking about DiCaprio and Claire Dane, so plus Juliet. No, 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 no. I, no, I got plus. One. We I got also, the DiCaprio one. I also had this old school British one with like real... Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what year it was or anything or how it's written, but um, yeah, I remember that one as well. Funnily enough, do you know what we got shown a few scenes of during history class was Braveheart for medieval warfare. Nice. And nice. I remember the teacher saying to us, Je vous préviens que c'est très, très violent. Translation being, I warn you now, kids, it's very, very violent. It's like, and I'd seen it, I was like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, the stuff you could get away with in the night. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Gavin, man, this is a great one. We got to watch Mike Bassett, England manager, one day in geography. I guess there's a country in the title. Lol. <laughs> We're playing 4 4 fucking 2. Love it. Um, Jackie Gomez says, My whole list changed during the show. Jackie, I want to know what those top four are. Um, right, AJ, so is it? That was me with Empire of the Sun. So you're number two, right? Yep, my number two. A film that I was introduced to. It was previously a number one for me in a former topic. I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, I believe yeah. Dan had asked where this young man is, and he is definitely in here, Dan. River Phoenix, Will Wheaton, Corey Feldman, Jerry O'Donnell, O'Connell, and Kiva Sutherland. Stand by me. Is that your number two? That's my number two, sir. Very funny, because that's also my number two. It, it can't not be mentioned when you're going to talk about child star movies. Like No. I mean, they're all great, but River Phoenix is River fucking Phoenix. mesmeric in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely steals the show. There's one actor in there who made it into a blight, and that's why I didn't want to have a worst, and I thought, you know what? You will make the worst as well later on. But no, River Phoenix absolutely 
he just yeah he it, the, the whole story of this this friendship and this journey of trying to discover mm. stuff and going along I, it's just warming and you know we talk about how in um something like the revenant the revenant sorry you 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 feel the setting you're you're it's around you you're you're, you're immersed oh, you feel in the, the fucking cold you feel absolutely. the environment yeah you feel that in there but i've also felt that with this film it 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 immerses you and that's what i found very warming about this film it, you know it's got this journey it's got this friendship it, it's of a, it's of, it's of a time long gone <laughs> you don't kind mm. of have that kind of adventures as kids anymore you just don't see it you just don't but that's what i find is very warming and you 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 can feel the environment even though it's an environment i can't say i'm familiar with <laughs> from you know we're already completely different you know i'm a, a concrete jungle baby as far as i'm concerned but you feel it you feel it when you watch yeah. this film. And that's what I love about it. And staff and it, it kind of captured everything about what it is to be a child. You know, you, you, the the thing I don't like it for, but this isn't the movie. This is just Stephen King always going to his fucking wheelhouse of I'm going to do the same fucking setting for every single one of my books. Um, small white picket vents, suburban Americana. It's like again, Stephen. Yeah. Like, I know you've done your novellas like The Green Mile and Shawshank are fantastic, but please, for your novels, can you do a different setting? Please. I get it, but I really liked it in this one. I think it it, it built the world. Like, the others are just, it, it felt like they were just there. It could have been anywhere. This one needed this background. That's what I feel with this one. It's great. And the and the character building that happens in this without without necessarily ever having to be too overexposy. You know, there's there's not a moment in here where I think unnecessary exposition is unnecessary, you know? Yeah. Um, you really get a sense of who these kids are. You really, really get a sense of who these kids are, what their upbringing's been like, what their views on the world are, why their views on the world are formed the way they are. It's, it, uh, it's timeless, man. This is a top 100 movie of all time for me. I love Stand By Me. No, I, I remember seeing it and literally falling in love with it. It was it was it was nice. It was a great film. Great film. It is. It really, really oh. is. I love it. So you don't have a worst, you said. Well, I do you know what I didn't, and then I'm toying with it and I'm like, if I had to pick one, and this was me based on a child star, it's not focused on child star, but again, I mentioned the fact that in at number two, Corey Feldman was there as one of these top stars. He wound the hell up with me in The Lost Boys. <laughs> I actually got so wound up. I know you don't like this film, do you? <laughs> you know what it is? Again, this is false hype. Like, everyone's like, it oh, is false Boys. hype. It absolutely is false hype. Oh, The Lost Boys, the definition of cool. And okay, no, Frank it's not. Gonna appreciate this. Frank is going to appreciate this because I know, unless he's strictly AEW. But like, they were like, oh, the brood, well, you know, the inspiration was The Lost Boys. The brood were 10 times fucking cool, 100 times cooler than the fucking Lost Boys. Like, <laughs> like Edge Christian and Gangrel kick the Lost Boys' ass tenfold, and I think that's what even embarrassed it, like pissed me off even more. I was, and I always remember this. But they were inspired by the Lost Boys. There's inspired, no doubt about yeah, that. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, they kicked their ass, and I always remember this as well because I watched this for vampire movies, and I remember when I saw 
Joel Schumacher. And I was like, right, here we go. I'm going to be able to pull another one for Nico that Joel Schumacher can make films. No, I fucking could. No, I couldn't. I and keep this, telling you, you need to let the Joel Schumacher train ride and die, my friend, because he's... Mm-mm. Listen, I, it's because I can defend. I, I like to defend Batman forever. But getting back into this, sure, if you I, like movies that were made to sell toys, but carry on. Yeah, yeah, it's not the Batmobile I bought, but that's another discussion. Not the um, point. <laughs> come again. Not the point. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. That's another discussion. But yeah, I found the kids in that film very annoying. I just felt the whole setting of this film annoying. So it may not be child focused because, like, they were they 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 were obviously the defenders. They are the the protagonists, they are the ones that are here to eliminate the vampires and their, their comic books, are the, but they wound the hell up out of me. It, it could be a product of its time. I appreciate that. I've pissed people off. I know I have. Without even looking... No, 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 no. Quite the opposite. Oh, well, people are agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a last-minute draw, and I didn't want to use an actor who's in at number two and then in at number one, but boy, those guys are annoying. Please, the comments. No, so... <laughs> Listen, you've kind of resonated with a lot of people, but Francis Lond is taking shots at you. AJ, the lost boy. <laughs> Thank you, Francis. I don't know if you saw For those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't, aren't in on the joke, I'm going to bring it up every week just because it makes me happy. I don't care. Um, AJ has... <laughs> AJ has a tendency... Nay, a propensity when he gets really in the moment, like when he's talking about a film that he really likes, or when he's talking about a, a subject that leads into the naming of a film that he really is passionate about. And I, bro, I love it when you do it. I fucking love it when you do it. It's like it's you in a nutshell, and that's kind of why I love it. But AJ will, he'll get very like, mm, he'll, he'll get like a wrestler doing a, a pipe bomb. You know, he'll do this great build-up before the movie's title is revealed and then say something like, I'm talking about none other than the bang, bang, bang. Look, no, listen, and he'll say something along that. the line. He'll jump a movie that? title. Don't, da, 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 da. No, no, let me take my shots. And he'll, he'll, he'll mention the movie and then my usual response will be, I loved everything about what you just said, but there's no that. There's no that. No, I, I appreciate none that. other I mean, than Chadwick Boseman, none other than Chadwick Boseman in The Black Panther. There's now, no that. Even, that one, even that, I still feel like I, I know it's not called The Black Panther. I've always said, Have you seen Black Panther? I've always said that. I've never said, Have you seen The Black Panther? I think I was saying him as that character. So he was The Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, The Black Panther. I know, I know, no, I'm, I'm saying it the way I know I would say it. I appreciate I continuously make that error with Snowpiercer. I keep calling it the Snowpiercer. Like, I, it's an error. <laughs> there you I will, is one. I, no, I will put my hands up to it. I, I, I the Parasite I was, was my other but, favorite. Okay, right. No, there's no way I said that because I know it's... it's absolutely is. It's on tape. Oh, fuck off. But no, it's there. But it's not like every time I get passionate because I, I know the one film I've never that I've been more passionate about than ever, I didn't go, you have to see the Denzel movie the john q like it's not like it's not <laughs> randomly no because out. aj while you like to drop a pipe bomb by the same token you're also not stupid yeah okay you're I'm, not going I'm to say the john q you just use the word the when you're trying to be yeah but i've never said the, the crash either like it's not 
it's no, like it happens. I make an error and I accept it. It's a joke. Even so much so that if you want to head on over to our Instagram, I popped up a reel where I was just promoting your thing and I said it. Yeah. <laughs> our, our handle used to be Silver Screen Dudes. Now it's The Silver Screen Dudes because of the name change at the time. And I'm like, it will remain The Silver Screen Dudes. And you right, got your shout out. I was like, yeah, I've done that for you. And I refuse to change it now because, yeah, I'm going to be controlling the the Insta and it will be The Insta. Insta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be controlling it. And, and you didn't Insta. even mean that one. That's the beautiful thing. The Insta. The Insta. Do you not control the YouTube? <laughs> No, I control YouTube the same way as you control Instagram. No, you don't control YouTube. Google control YouTube. You control the YouTube page. You can you can try and deflect this all you want. You literally just prove my point. The Insta. The Insta. The Insta. It's our Insta then. All right, fair play. <laughs> I love it, mate. Look at him. <laughs> you literally just proved the point. I love you so much. Can we continue with the comments, please? Fake after pirate <laughs> the, the comments, yes, we can. Uh, Frank, 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 <laughs> Frank Torres says Gangrel was the only lost boy. Edge, Christian, Jeff, and Matt luckily moved on. Lol. <laughs> Fair play. That's also a very good point. Uh, Jackie Gomez says the Lost Boys might be bad, but it is a freaking classic. I'm glad people acknowledge that it's bad though, because I, I. I honestly went in expected to see this major classic, and I was like, hmm, maybe the wrong time in life, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ali Kamza says, I'm with AJ on this one. The Lost Boys is not as good as hyped. Thank you, Ali. Welcome, Ali. I do like Ali. Ali's been dropping some real nuggets in here. Right? Ali's been very good on his first show. Francis Lalon says, I don't mind the Lost Boys, but really don't feel, understand the cultish following. Yep, same. <laughs> it's... Films have false hype, and this is one of them that falls under it. It's major false hype. Then the tech does like it. I'm a fan of The Lost Boys, but because it's a film of my time. That's fair. That's fair. Chris Trengrove's, uh, we'll bring that up later, Chris. Let me just star that. Right, my worst then. Right, AJ. I've I've met, this is, this is not, you're going to think it's for one reason, and I'm going to say no partially but not only my worst you're gonna a lot of people are gonna throw shade at me the sixth sense okay so you're gonna say because if you were late to the party you knew what the twist was that's but true that's I'm true as far as that but that's true as far as the movie is concerned I'm gonna say the performance as as... can also be valued in itself i it? don't think Haley Joel was that good in this. There's, it's a matter of preference. Like Haley Joel Osmond annoys me the way that Eddie Redmayne annoys me. I can Eddie Redmayne is guilty of doing something that I think is called whisper acting. Everything is delivered like this to really make you hang on his words. It's like, bro, just enunciate. Tell you something. I see dead people. Or can I tell you something? I see dead people. You can say it without whispering. I hate fucking hate whisper acting. I don't the only person who's ever just about pulled it off is Marlon Brando. And oh. he's not he is not a whisper actor, but he sometimes goes kind of skirts along that road 
but he does it with the intent of making you hang on his every word. So your focus is completely on him. That's a very, very conscious decision he's making when he does that. And he doesn't yeah. do that often. Redmayne and Joel Osmond, that's just how they act. And it annoys the Would you, is that, would you say that's where he acts in all films? And I'm, I'm, yes. The okay. The, partially, I feel there could be another choice. Because I I think it also works because... And this could... You might call it a reach, you might call it what... But he's in a world where the dead are around him all the time and he's uncomfortable saying it. So the whisper has some kind of effect in it. Like, I'm not, like, I know his performance. Very fortunate him. for him in the role he picked. That's how he acts and it annoys me. Saying, this is what I'm saying. Like, if, if it was another film and it was like, yeah, that's the point, I would have fully gone for it. Um, but just speak, it's, bro. It's that's what I'm I know, saying. Just, I know you're a kid, but speak. But again, the other thing about this is that he's a majorly troubled child who's going for a very long season. I'm not, I'm not overly defending um, Sixth Sense because I. It's a spoiled movie for me. That's the way I, I always look at it. I can't unsee what hundred percent. I'm just but, talking about the yeah, child actor in this. Almost, but then I'm, I'm trying to go back because I've not watched it twice because it was like it's been revealed. I need to see. It's meh. Um, it's it's an awkward one. I I can't comment too much because I can't remember it. But I remember him being very shaky. But I remember the, the role required a very troubled child who didn't want to open up, who didn't want to talk. So it's very. It, I feel it could work in this one. Whereas had you drawn for another film where he's doing it, I'd be like, well, he's banged to rights. Personal opinion. I could be completely wrong, but... When you scare a child, what's their reaction? They, they scream. scream. But he, he's tormenting, and it's something that he sees on a regular. He's not... Unless he's going to be... the ghost is under the fucking sheets with him and spewing out vomit, even his scream, I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling you. I'm just not feeling you. I don't believe you. You are not... The same way as I believed... Christian Bale was a prisoner of all the same way as I believed Kirsten Dunst was slicing Lestat's throat open. There's not a single moment where I was watching Haiti and going, yeah, you're really drawing me into your performance here. I don't buy it. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, few comments on that one. Jackie Gomez is not happy with me. Never. Um, Francis Lalonde is kind of on my bo ballpark here. Six cents. Meh. Chris Trangrove, wow, Nico. But look at Haley's little face. <laughs> Listen, he's cute. There's no doubt he's cute. Um, <laughs> Hadley comes out, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, Francis Long says, Nico, six cents versus Mercury Rising. Who wins, loses? Six cents loses, and that's without seeing Mercury Rising. Frank Torres is with me. Haley Joel Osmond still can't act. I'm with you. I do not yeah, see that, he got, that little cute face wasn't there, and that really just revealed that it's not. It was like a, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but it's kind of awkward to watch him act now, personally speaking. Yeah. Makes memorability is with me. The Sixth Sense is a great shout. I enjoyed the movie, but I've only watched it once. Yeah, because it's only that it's only worth watching once. There's nothing to bring once you back. It has been pulled back. It's very hard to watch. That. Ali Kamsa knows what I'm talking about. The horror. The horror. That's proper acting. He's whispering, but it's a fucking creative choice he's making. Right? Eddie Redmayne in most of his movies has to act like that stop it speak speak oh no jackie gomez says nico just lost me forever the sixth sense is pretty good and Haley got an oscar nomination for that part he's fucking awesome jackie i'm sorry 
<laughs> Please stay with us. Don't leave. <laughs> Gavin Mann says uh, Bruce Willis should do more roles like what he does in Six Sense. His action films have had their day. Agreed. 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 All day long. Yeah. Um, Riri Thomas says the Six Sense made me fall asleep. Not for me, the Nico. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, movies. We all have our differing opinions. It is what it is. Then the text says, "Is this the best child actor or the best movie with a child actor? Best child mm -hmm. star." film i mean you can yeah. pull it the way you want we've we phrased it in a way so that it's specifically debatable gavin man says et in the sixth sense for rushmore gavin man four four fucking well, two you're a joker neither have made it yeah <laughs> christian grove says Haley no longer has a cute little face That's this is all... what i'm saying it, it's, it's yeah it's, it is what it is yep and christian grove knows what i'm talking about Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter's Sending is the pinnacle of the craft. That's what I mean. Jackie Gomez says, I doubt it that everyone in this chat actually had this opinion back in 99 while watching The Sixth Sense for the first time. Jackie Gomez, you're probably right. But hindsight is, it, hindsight is a dangerous, wonderful thing. Having watched this film as it came out on at the time, VHS, like having a tape of this and you know everybody and the whole world is saying, I see dead people. The film does kind of drag because you're like, will you just fucking say it? Like, it, it's sad, mm -hmm. but it's true. Like, it's yeah. if there's, uh, if I don't think any other film has been spoiled more than that one. Like, the revealing Fight Club is bad, but you can rewatch it. This one was just like, damn, done. Mm -hmm. ruined. The reveal in The Usual Suspects, it's still infinitely rewatchable. The reveal in The Empire Strikes Back, infinitely rewatchable film. Just because a movie's big twist, has been revealed on first watching shouldn't make the movie less rewatchable. If the movie only hangs on that, then I'm sorry, it's not that good. Fair play. Fair yeah. play. So, right. yeah, AJ, what is your... Oh, sorry, Declan's just joined us out of nowhere. Declan, great to have you here. I'm hella late. Just wanted to jump in and say hi. What's the top 10 so far? Uh, AJ, Declan, one of our longest uh, watching fans. Hey, Do you want to just quickly Lovely. run through your bottom nine? Oh, my, 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 ten, my ten was Leon, The Professional, nine, Pursuit of Happiness, eight, Matilda, seven, Karina Karina, six, Harry Potter and the Prisoner, Azkaban, five, Home Alone, four, Jungle Book, the live action, three, Gifted, two, Stand By Me. You're not and even giving him your posters, you bastard, are you? Right, Declan, mine is number ten, Terminator 2, oh, number right. nine, Gifted, number eight, Interview with a Vampire, number seven, Man on Fire, number six, Taxi Driver, number five, Home Alone, number four, Leon the Professional, number three, Empire of the Sun, number two, Stand By Me, and my worst was The Sixth Sense. Really I have to say, my bad. list is quite good. I'm quite proud of it. What is really your number list, one? So, prior, this was my number two. I have a feeling that it, we, we were going to have a joint number one. Jungle Book made me have to reshift things, and this is where I said... Initially, this this actor... Just before you oh, carry on, I'm really sorry, AJ. A few other comments have come in just very quickly. Um, ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Ali Kamza says... This was a side one, sorry. Ali Kamza says, Kaiser Soze, Kaiser Soze. And Francis Lantes, M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. It's a twist. <laughs> Did you get Shamalama Ding Dong from me or from somewhere else, Francis? Just let me know that one. Mixed yeah. Memorabilia says, when reveals are re watchable, that's genius. This is what I'm saying. 
indeed. This is indeed. what I'm saying. Sham Hammer is indeed a shite director. I'm with you, Dem the Tech. Completely yeah. agree. Um, Gavin Mann says Ripley does some terrible whisper lines in Alien 3, constantly turning the telly up and down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Declan says, oh, interesting list, but good list, lads. Thank you, sir. And AJ, your number one, please. Take yeah. it away. This was going to be my number two. And this actor was both one and two. And I knew our number ones probably would have been joint, especially now that I haven't seen it. And there's no way you left it off. So I've gone left field with my number one. And it is Jacob Tremblay, but it was Wonder. I know there is another one out there, but yeah, I'm figuring it's going to get covered. But um, I, what is your face about? No, I'm laughing at what you're saying. You know me well. No, no, no. It was my number one. Had I not remembered Jungle Book and I had to reshuffle stuff, like your number one was my number one and this was my number okay. two. Two weeks in a row. Nice. Yeah. Um, I believe that when it comes to child star actors, whether you want to talk about performances or a child-focused film, this kid owns it. He oh, he's sensational. absolutely owns it. Now, we will touch on your number one shortly. What I felt with this one, because he, he performed there, is he showed, and I, I've seen that one, and it was everything to deliver. He showed me a new range of emotion in Wonder. Mm. Um, it, it just it just came out again. Talking about a, a, a young child who's born with disfigurements and having lived a life where he literally stays with the family, but then starts to go to school and has this passion of like hiding his face under the helmet and then the reveal and the bond he builds and people are shocked and it's just building this emotion and feeling the pain of people not accepting him throughout. I just felt everything in this, the different levels of just wanting to be accepted and just live a normal life as a kid. And just, and it's that thing is that despite that, once those barriers are broken down and that's the innocence of kids, those prejudgments and they, you know, it's the initial shock, but then they build the friendships and everyone's seeing how cool and how warm hearted and what a wonderful person he is. I felt this film was, it, it, I don't get emotional in films. I, I always get that moment where my girlfriend would look at me and be like, where is your soul? Why don't you cry? This film had me on that a very close emotion of, my God, I just love this kid. I just felt everything in this. And that's why I, I, I knew the other one was going to be mentioned, but I felt it, it, you can't not mention this film either. It definitely deserves a space as a mention. So, yeah. Wonder. I need to check it out. Have you not seen it? No. <laughs> I need to check but it out. It's nice. It's, it's a I'm on mate. No, I haven't. You know, I'm a fan of Tremblay. Although, can I say on a quick little tangent, bro, I got like around. Place. I got around to watching Luca. It's nice. It was nice. It's not. It was whatever. I'm going to say something which I think is a bit crazy, considering you know how much I praise Pixar. They need a revival. They're going through a mini rut here. I've had Encanto's got a lot of good reviews. Like I, I've not seen Encanto's not I'm Pixar. Not... Oh Disney. yeah, you're right. It's this Disney. Sorry, I'm just putting it all under one embarrassment. Um, yeah, it's all House of Mouse for sure. But Soul yeah. was bit whatever. Listen, I was so disappointed in Soul. I don't care what anyone says. Right? For for the culture. Oh, look at it. Yes, yes, they highlighted Barbara culture. It doesn't make it a fucking good film. I'm sorry. Like no, the, Coco the film... was great. But I need that. I need to be moved the way I've been moved in like Toy Story three and in do you, um, do you know what it is? Inside Out. They haven't made film of that quality for a while now. 
Luca's good, but Luca's also predictable. And what what happens with? It's Pixar, so safe. This is That's what annoyed me with it. It's Luke so fucking Pixar, safe. Pixar give you something fresh that you're like, whoa, okay, where did this come from? That's mm. what a Pixar movie does, as you said, even down to um, oh god, you just said it. The the the, the brothers. Um, I'm so blanking. Soul. No, not Soul. Not not the brothers in color. The two brother elves. Um, who lost the dad? Um, Chris. Chris. You just said it. Tom Holland is the voice in it. I'm. Oh, onward. See, there's onward, another yes. one. Onward. So like, their last please. three movies: Onward, Soul, and Luca. Let's be clear. If any other animation studio were to make these movies, we'd be impressed. I would this give is, Onward a bit is, of a blinder. This is Pixar, bro. Like, this is a studio which is known for making animations that these are the... When people say animations for kids, you show them a Pixar movie and be like, no, it's not. Fuck you. They're going a little bit kiddie for me. Now, that's fine. God forbid, you know, God forbid I'll be showing these films to my daughter. But what I'm saying is that between Onward, Soul, and Luca, it's been a while since Pixar have made something holy shit good. And a few years ago, you know, I was saying that's all they do. Yeah, yeah. The, the mini rut. It's nothing bad, but by their high standards, they need to up it a little bit. Like Luke has always fallen into that like nice film, but it's not been like my number. One. It's it's a good film. I had fun with it, but it it has its moments. You know, it's it's nice to see. What I appreciate now with like Luca, Coco and stuff like that is that you're showing me different cultures. I'm seeing a different perspective. But yeah, and that's lovely. But Coco was a much better film oh, than all of these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's that. But yeah, no, I, I yeah, um, no, it's, um, yeah, um, it's worth a, this, where was I? Wonder is definitely worth a watch, bro. It's, it's, there's emotion. In it. No, it sounds like it. Wonder sounds great. Um, Oh, people not agreeing with us on Soul. Declan thought Soul was great. Um, Frank Torres says, Lightyear will give Pixar their revival, but it's still an okay. older character. So, now, look, I'm really looking forward to Lightyear, but I'm also getting a little bit over the fact that they keep going back to the Toy Story ballpark, you know? And they've shown with films like Coco and Inside Out that they don't need to rely on Toy Story to give you a wow film. Um Gavin Man agrees. Soul was fantastic. Turned off in Canto after 20 minutes. Maybe I need to give Soul another try, but it didn't really I, work for me. I remember watching Soul like the day it came out, Christmas, Boxer Day, whatever it came out on, and had the whole family around. And people were enjoying it. And again, maybe it's this built up hype that you can't match the expectation of what you're looking for. But yeah. I just felt the story at some points didn't make sense, which maybe are dots I need to reconnect by watching it again. But I was just mm. like, this is too. It's too simple. I know where we're going to go with this. And then it was... I was just like, yeah, okay. You know that, and I keep going back to Inside Out, but that ending of Inside Out, bro, it was it was like... I watched it with my mother, and I remember her being in tears, and she's a tough nut to crack when it comes to films and an impossible nut to crack when it comes to animation. But, you know, the emotion, and everyone's going to agree with me in the chat here, the emotion that the world felt when she let go of Bing Bong. Ugh! But that ending, so beautifully crafted, this orb coming through into the chamber, which was both sad and happy. Why? 
human beings, complex, mixed emotions. That's Pixar firing on all cylinders. Like, yeah, sure, the story of a kid who wants to leave home and go out into the world and venture. Nice. There's nothing wrong with Luca. But I think Chris Trengrove just said it perfectly here. Luca is fine. It's okay. It's just good. I want more. From Pixar, I expect nothing less than great. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I greatness from Pixar. As I said, these are not bad films, but I expect movies to be great when they come from Pixar, and they haven't given me that for a while. That's all. Fair play. That's all. Uh, Jackie Gomez, this is how I feel. Soul was good only in the beginning. By the middle, when they turned to that cat thing, the movie, yes, exactly. Jackie, that's exactly the point why I tuned out. It was that cat thing was just like, "Mm." do you know what it also felt like to me? And I don't know if anyone remembers this film, and I'm sure you could go back to like What a Wonderful Life or something. Was it What a Wonderful Life? I can't remember the name of the film. But, um, it reminded me of just like an animated version of Down to Earth, the Chris Rock movie. It was just like, I could see, exa- I knew every beat that was coming. I was like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing. But instead of him being an old, an old white guy, he was a cat. It was just like, yeah, it was, just didn't, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, so my number one, you've, I've seen some of you in the chat guess this already. Yes, yes, yes. The answer is yes. We're doing Jacob Tremblay again. Room. Yeah. This movie blew me away when it came out i it the roller coaster of emotions that this little kid and his mother take you on the edge of your seat when he is escaping the that sense of dread and despair of is he going to be able to find his mom after his escape that sense of absolute confusion of trying to discover a world that is so fucking big and huge and impossibly full of opportunity and that opportunity itself is completely overwhelming who for a child who has only ever known four walls to be his entire existence the scope of trying to capture that in a performance is hard i mean brie won an oscar for it but kind of doing it in reverse she's had her whole world cave in while he has his whole world expand out And then she's obviously trying to rediscover a world which she's lost, which is in itself a fucking feat of amazing achievement from Brie Larson. Jacob held his own with her. Oh, yeah. He went went toe-to-toe with her in that film. Incredible for a child to put a performance in that material. The narrations you get from him as well that really just, yeah, it brings you right in. Mm. Yeah, it's I can't really comment on it more than that. It's look, the reviews I do that when I sometimes do reviews on the channel now, I don't tend to really usually give ratings anymore just because I've found that when you you give a rating, especially on a YouTube channel, if you give one movie like an eight and another movie a six it kind of draws unnecessary comparison. It's like, oh, so you love that movie that much more than that movie. Is that what the... I don't believe you can really compare movie ratings because movies themselves are so fucking different, which is why now I try and steer clear of ratings. However, back when AJ and I did do ratings, what was my rule, AJ? I don't hand out tens like they're candy, right? Mm-hmm. And surely enough, I only ever gave 
three movies a 10 when we were rating. And that's kind of the problem with the, the, the rating culture that people have, be it with music or movies or comics or whatever, right? Is that if I love it, 10. If I hate it, zero. The rating system itself, for most part, I'm not saying people on here are guilty of it. I'm just saying there's a general culture of this, that rating a movie, it doesn't invite enough critical thinking and it doesn't invite anywhere near enough interesting debate. It's like, oh, I loved it. It's a 10. It Really? So it's perfect. There's nothing you would change in it. Oh, no, 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 there is, but it's a 10 because I love this. You do you, but for me, that's a bit boring. There were certain movies which we, when we were rating, which I did give 10s to, and I did not hand them out easily. Room was one of them. There is nothing I would change in Room. I think it is perfection, this movie. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, 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 it, it just gives you so much, and it's, it's such a hard, it's such a difficult story to tell. And the way <laughs> that they give such, I know, I saw that I was going to bring that. Uh. No, I've seen both. Then, thank you. And I know, guys, that I'm not going to add that room to that. There is no way of making that mistake because. <laughs> Tell me, AJ, how is your sex life? <laughs> if you know, you know. If you get the reference, you get the reference. Hi, Mark. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, there is actually a very interesting thing that I've caught right now because I'm going to press this shortly. But want to read something? Mixed memorabilia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frank Torres agrees with you on the ranking systems. I give out. I, I give out grades reluctantly, but Room is a clear A grade for me, for sure. It is. Yeah. It is. Jackie Gomez agrees with us. Mixed memorabilia. Hasn't seen Room. Shocked. Yeah. Francis Lalonde. For, ratings are overrated. I also have yeah. a tendency to overrate films, though I tend to still use the old Leonard, Matt Lynn, zero to four score, scale. Trickier Bolton. because less choices, for sure. Yeah. Oh, something just went there. Frank, um, Frank Torres and Power of Dog is D+. I won't budge. I don't care. <laughs> oh hi mark for sure oh hi mark. Um, gavin man i already give out tens or five stars probably because i'm either too pedantic or a bit tight or a bit of a tight ass yeah. oh by the way just gonna put this out there sorry just gonna put this there oh, my internet is taking the piss mixed memorabilia you can unmute now just in case you haven't um yeah we've kind of touched everything on that Ali says, at Fractorius, is that a pun? Oh, yes. Um, Chris Trengrove, room is very good, but falls apart every bit after they leave the room. Okay. Oh, I don't agree with that one, Chris. That's fine. Well, I'm, I'm not going to touch on it because mixed memorabilia may have unmuted. Yeah. So I should have read that probably cool. just before. But... Okay. So before we rush more, I'm going to read out all of your guys' rush mores. Um, drop them in the chat now if, if I don't read out yours now. Riri Thomas has said, Empire of the Sun, Home Alone, Leon, and Taxi Driver. That's a pretty fucking good Rushmore there, Riri. Jesus. Um, Makes Memorabilia says, Pihu, which, by the way, I recommend everyone watches. It's on Netflix. Pihu, Leon, Stand By Me, Bicycle Thieves. Biffa the Hobbit says, Jacob Tremblay in Room, Brooklyn Prince, Oh, the Florida Project with Willem Dafoe. Fuck. It's a good film. Brooklyn Prince in the Florida Project. Cody Smith McPhee in The Road. That's a superb film. And Haley Steinfeld in True Grit. Yeah. Nice pulls, Biffa. 
Not a lot of people thought of those on Twitter. Gavin Mann gave a top 10, 10 room, nine kick-ass, eight, this is England, this is England is a great shot. Seven, Home Alone, six, Jojo Rabbit, yes. Five, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, four, E.T., yeah, I said it. Three, Cinema Parody, so two, Belfast, one, Terminator 2. I need to see Belfast. I might go check that out at the cinema this Friday. Uh, Ali Kamza says, uh, Rushmore, just because I couldn't help the pun... Uh, Fort Rushmore. Okay, very good. Three, Mary Poppins. Nice pull. Two, Once Upon a Time in America, and one, Hugo, starring Asa Butterfield. Very nice. Jackie Gomez says, Empire of the Sun, Stand By Me, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and The Exorcist, Honorable Mention Room. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, again with Asa Butterfield, is fucking superb. AJ, that's on for you to watch. It's on Netflix. Only an hour and a half long. Cool. cool. Really cool. good. Chris Trengrove says, uh, Jean-Pierre Lou in The 400 Blows. Three, Anna Paquin in The Piano. Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver. Christian Bale in Empire of the Sun. Then the text says, River Phoenix in Stand By Me. Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Haley Joel Osman in The Sixth Sense. Behave for Natalie, Port uh, Natalie Portman as Mathilde in Léon. And Chris Trang events honorable mentions Linda Blair in The Exorcist, Jonathan Chang in Yi Yi, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, Kirsten Dunst, The Interview with the Vampire, Haley Joel Osmond in both The Sixth Sense and AI. Mix memorabilia says, We've read this one already. Okay, cool. So let's see if there is any more that have come through. Uh, oh, and Frank Torres, we've got you here. Taxi Driver, Interview with the Vampire, Room, and Steinfeld in True Grip. Right. So I believe Leon is a sure fit. Seems that way, doesn't it? As is Room. Leon and Room, okay. Um, Empire of the Sun, I think I've seen that quite a bit. I'd love to put Empire of the Sun on there. There is a part of me that thinks it's going to get absolutely eviscerated on the Twitters, but yeah. I'd put Taxi Driver in there. That would be well received on Twitter. Scorsese always does well. For what it is, does Home Alone not deserve a mention? Does it? Over what? There's your question. Over what? Over Taxi Driver. This is where I'm playing it. Whoa. So, what you your last two would be Empire of the Sun and Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm forgetting one. Joint number two. Stand, stand, by, stand me. by me. Yeah, that has to be in, surely. Stand by me. Yeah. I can't believe it. I, I just, as I was looking back at this, it's not there. Sorry. No, stand by me has to be in. Yeah. Right, so, what makes up that final spot then? But I think we've got it now. Oh, Empire, innit? Yeah. I think it's a fantastic Rushmore. I think that is a fantastic Rushmore. Without tapping myself too hard on the back, I think that's a great Rushmore. And I like the fact that we haven't gone with Scorsese or Macaulay Gulkin in this. Mm. Mm -hmm, Shall mm -hmm. we? Yep, yeah, let's do this. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of child star films 
in no particular order is Leon the professional our second entry is room our third entry is empire of the sun our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of Child Star Films is Stand By Me. Great Rushmore. Oh. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Really do appreciate that. So once again, just a quick reminder, what you have to do in order, we, the Silver Screen Dudes, have had the challenge of making the movie Mount Rushmore, the four must-see movies of this genre, which this week is Top 10 Child Star Movies. However, the challenge is now over to you. Once again, the plug, the shout out to We Love Movies, Movie Polls for You, good old JT. We'll be posting up these four movies. We'll be retweeting and pinning, so there's only one vote. And all you can do is vote for the best of the best of the best. El Capitan, El Numero Uno, and to quote Highlander, in the end, there can be only one. So there we are. It's over to you guys to vote for the best child star movie. Once again, your choices are Leon, Room, Empire of the Sun, and Stand By Me. Whether you're on Twitter, no, whether you're on a podcast, whether on YouTube, you have to head on over to the Twitter to cast that vote. So that's what we truly do appreciate, guys. We've pissed off Chris Trengrove by not including Anna Pat Quinn. Huh. It can't be done, Chris, when it's not in either of our top legs. So you're supposed to be double pissed you off, not in the Rushmore or top 10s, but apologies. There's too many. There's too many parameters. It gets very difficult. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's absolutely difficult. Uh, well, we've had our biggest ever investment here with £110 from Den the Tech, which again, I still can't quite believe. But <laughs> thank you again so much for supporting yeah. us on that level, Den. But guys, if you have liked our show and you do like the Silver Screen Dudes, remember you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the movie dudes. No, not the. You've got me doing it, AJ. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes. The link to that is also in the description below, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on podcast. And literally for less than the price of your daily Starbucks, £2, you can support the show or more if you wish. But starting from £2, you can support the show and show the Silver Screen Dude some love and support. Um, right. And now, Ryan obviously drinks those really fine ground bean coffees after the... Den's importing some Ethiopian fine beans, is what I'm saying. Like, there's Den's drinking some good coffee. <laughs> uh, Gavin Mann says, Next week's homework, dudes. Well, you have two pieces of homework for next week, Gavin, and this goes out to everyone, too. Please bring some people along to help the little film family grow. Ashley Beasley joined us this week, which was wonderful. Ali Kamza joined us this week, which was wonderful. So the channel is growing. Our little weird film family here every Tuesday is growing. Um, but I am assuming by homework for next week is, as Frank Torres and as Francis Lalonde are saying, is topic for next week. So before I reveal that, I need to just ask AJ a quick question. Are you okay to do Wednesday next week exceptionally? Do you know, I've always said to people, and this is not a joke, my Wednesdays are cursed. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how or why. Every time, that's my only other early. I always have something kick off. I will say yes. <laughs> yeah, I will say yes. Reason being is because on Tuesday, I'm heading to Stamford Bridge to watch Chelsea play Lille in the Champions League. Is that more important than a podcast? It's not I'm about it's more important. It's about joking, it's a fucking present I got for Christmas, so I can't exactly just know it. 
I will tr- provided nothing monumental. I, I haven't. I'm not on a diary, but I, at the moment, I will say yes. I, I, I think we should be good. So please note, everyone, whether you are listening to us on podcast or whether you are watching us live, I will remind the Twitter the the Twitter family about this as well. But please remember that next week will be exceptionally will be Wednesday. We will aim to always do Tuesday, but. Uh, Chris Trangrove says, do the podcast from the pitch. Bro, I could, but the fucking reception at Stamford Bridge is embarrassing. It is awful. You don't even get one bar of reception in there. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, next week we are aiming to do Wednesday. And correct me if I'm wrong, AJ, but everyone's homework next week, as well as bringing a few people along to watch the show with you. The topic next week is top 10 prequels. Yep, that's the, that is the one. Yes, that is the one. Yep, Jackie, there you go. So to everyone who answered, the topic next week is prequels. Top 10 prequels. Indeed. And we're going to do our very, very best to keep it to um, one movie per franchise. It's not, well, by nature, because it's a prequel. Of course, it's then part of a franchise. But we're not going to go too blockbustery. Chris Trengrove says, Attack of the Clones, here we come. Her, don't you mean Revenge of the Sith? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so guys get get that that's your homework makes memorabilia says can you pay as a guest on buy me a coffee you can literally just head it you don't need to be a member of buy me a coffee literally just head on over to the website buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes the link is in the description below as well uh, uh yeah it's it click and done um and Frank Torres says, oh, that's East episode one to three. Homework done. <laughs> then the text says, I hate prequels. Then there are good ones. And I'm not talking about the Star Wars ones, but there are good prequels out there. Oh, well. There are good prequels. Okay, guys. So once again, as part of the, the second part. Okay, go on. <laughs> no, Gavin Man firing shots. Has Roman Abramovich run out of money? I mean, after the amount he spent on us, I'm not. I wouldn't surprise me. But no, Gavin, I shit you not. The the reception in Stamford Bridge is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, it is embarrassing. Yeah. Best prequel: Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Good chat. Oh, this one's for you, AJ. Back to the Future 2. Technically, it's a prequel. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. How is Dumb and Dumber a prequel? No. You mean Dumb and dumber There was that one where it's where Harry met yeah, Floyd or something like that. Um, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Yeah. Ali Kamza says, technically, the good, the bad, and the ugly is a prequel. Yes, it is. Jackie Gomez says, X-Men Origins, Wolverine number one. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Love it. The, the Godfather part two is indeed a prequel. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. I uh, just want to put this one up for Dem the Tech. Dem the Tech and I are going to be uh, start running a UFC show. It will be coming soon. Please go over and follow Dem the Tech on Instagram. And please thank him for his generous support of the channel because that was absolutely incredible what we got tonight. But yeah, we will be running a UFC show coming soon. Stay tuned um, for those of you that's interested. Uh, Jackie Gomez says, what's the difference between a prequel and an origin story? Ooh. <sighs> 
Uh, you want to discuss this one now quickly because it will come up on Twitter. What's well, an origin story to me personally would be Captain America falls under origin story. We found out how he becomes who he is. Iron Man one is an origin story. You're correct. Doctor Strange yeah. is an origin story. Let's go down the Marvel route. The first movie is basically how they became who they are. The yeah. prequel is what happened before they became who they are. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way I can word it. Sometimes people do tend to give the origin after the film has started. Other this happens too, yes. Yeah, this I does mean, happen too. But yeah, that's the yeah. show. That's been a fucking great one. Cool. Oh, yeah, okay. yes. Part Francis Lalonde, echo what you said there. That was a very good question by Jackie. So let, let's just phrase it this way. The origin is how the person or story or character becomes who they are. The prequel is what ha is who they were before. Well, it went happening prior to the first film, essentially. But as always, guys, these questions are, these titles are open. So as long as you guys can come on and tell us why you're picking what you are, hey, it's all fair play. Ali, I see you. Prequel is a released after the original movie, in my opinion. That's valid. Ali, you better be back next week, my bro. Uh, and Gavin Man says, Mammoth episode. Thank you so much, Gavin. Thank and you thank you much. for everyone who's appreciated this episode. AJ, I'll stop cutting you off now. I'll wrap it up. Okay, part two of your homework, guys, is to spread the word. And that is on YouTube, Silver Screen Dudes, and also on every podcast platform available. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, TuneIn, Stitcher, Geo7, and just look for the movie Matt Rushmore. And like and share, guys. This episode doesn't expire. We don't delete the videos. So even if you have a chance to share it anyway, if you haven't had the chance to, you don't want to press the share button while enjoying this great entertainment for two hours and 52 minutes. Now's your chance to press the share button wherever you can. So we will truly appreciate that. Because we're just trying to build the family. That's what we're trying to do. And honestly... It sounds like the ultimate YouTuber thing, but please like and share, like and share, like and share. It just helps build. It helps YouTube like us. Yeah. And if you happen to be listening on podcast, guys, as I said, you want to come and watch us live with the rest of the film family commenting here, please come and join us right here on the Silver Screen Dudes YouTube channel every single Tuesday, Wednesday next week. But normally it's every single Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. British Standard Time. Okay, guys. So until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. I'm Nico Luro. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. As Dem the Ten says, tell five people, and we will see you all next week. See ya. See ya.